What is up, people? And thank you so much for listening in to this episode of the New Generation Hero Talk podcast. This is another special edition of the show because this is our Aquaman uh, review show. So we just saw the Aquaman movie earlier today, and this is our spoilers review show. So we'll be talking about the movie in depth as if you've seen it with us. So this should be a big show. This is a, a, a major release for DC. It's been a little while since we've seen a DC movie. Justice League was like a year and a half ago at this point almost. So Really? Right? Because it was Justice League. It was like this time last year. It was around this time last year. Was right? it that late in the year? I don't know why I thought it was, it was a summer like movie. October. Yeah, I think it was. Like okay, so it's, so it's like a year and change. Still a long time. Marvel never gives us that much time in between movies. Um, Fox isn't even giving us that much time anymore when now you add Deadpool movies. So. Yeah. So, that's a long time for DC. We've had a lot of conversations about DC and what it's going to be. And this is kind of their first step probably away from the uh, the, the Zack Snyder, uh, you know, Jeff Johns vision that was being built uh, leading up to Justice League. This is their first uh, foray out, out of that. So, I'm curious to see what you guys made about that movie. So, we'll talk a lot about that. Also on this show, uh, because we had so much happening, we, we want to talk about Titans because they had their season finale this weekend. So we'll give you guys our thoughts on that later on in the show. Uh, so we, we got we got a pretty pretty jam-packed show with two two major uh, releases this week. Joining me are my co-hosts. I'm going to start with uh, Shamari. Well, Shamari, we just finished watching Aquaman. Uh, how excited are you to talk about Aquaman? I'm very excited to talk about Aquaman. Um... So, I mean, Aquaman, it was, it was a movie we were very much anticipating. Uh, it had been talked about so much. Finally got to see it. Um, and it's a very interesting movie. Uh, pretty universe, pretty mostly light. I haven't seen too many negative things, mostly from critics. Yeah, but um, fans. Fans. Almost universally. Yeah, like I mean, for the most part. Especially in China, of course, but. You know, <laughs> what are you saying about the Chinese? They like everything? <laughs> no, no, but like you they know, they seem to like those kind of movies. Yeah, they seem to like big, big, big movies right, like right. this. Um, spectacles, yeah, yeah, spectacles, and this is definitely a spectacle. So I'm looking forward to talking about it. So Kendall uh, joins me in as well. One of the big things we had this week, not just Aquaman and Titan review, but we actually had a super movie, superhero movie trailer release this week. Marvel? No, not Marvel. DC? Not even DC. Third party, we had third, third party <laughs> comic book movie. We had Hellboy, who which is has been in the it's been a movie before. This is this is a, their second foray into making an, a new reboot of Hellboy. Uh, we had the Ron Perlman Hellboys before. This is uh, yes. new. What'd you make of the trailer that we had this week? Yeah, yeah, we got uh, David Harbor, yep. you know, of Stranger Things. Uh, what else is he in? He's in something else that I feel like I've watched. Uh, he's um, been in other things as well. I, I don't know why he's not coming to me. But, but he's, he's obviously, very, yeah, very he's, he's made his name in the, in the Stranger Things lane. And, uh, for a lot of people, especially in this kind of market, this kind of industry. But, um, yeah, yeah, this trailer debuted and I'm not a Hellboy fan at all. You know, can't say I saw the originals. Can't say I've read a Hellboy comic in my life. So, Maybe I'm not the best. Maybe I'm not the person they're going after. But if they're trying to really make a lot of money, uh, not a whole lot of people have read Hellboy comics uh, or saw those original movies that are seen. Those first movies, movies I thought did okay though. Yeah, I mean, I think they were fairly popular, yeah. but that was a long time ago. Yeah, it's a while ago. You know, and that was before superhero movies are like mainstream. Sure. You know, so like 
now are you going to get like someone like me or that was younger or like the Disney people, the people that jumped in from the Marvel Disney movies or like even like the Dark Knight era? Like, are you going to get those people to see this Hellboy movie? And for, for me, I don't think this trailer did that. Uh, mm. And maybe they don't care. Maybe like we're just going to get our niche Hellboy fan people. And that's going to be enough. But yeah, I that, can't think of that. <laughs> yeah, I don't think you wouldn't make this I, I, and a me, big budget movie. From that trailer, that's not what that impression. I didn't that. get that. Yeah, I think they were trying to get people to go see it. And you don't think that trailer did enough? I mean, they wanted to make it funny, clearly. And there were some funny moments in the trailer, but not enough for me to say I'm going to go see a Hellboy movie. Um, yeah, I, I wasn't a big fan of the trailer either, personally. Um, I mean, I think that, yeah, it's clear they were trying to make it very funny. I feel like with the older Hellboy movies, and, you know, um, I, I thought they they did a good job. Like, it was it was funny, but they also was like, no, this is like, he's really like saving the world right now. Right. You know, this really doesn't emphasize that like at all. Like he's there and he's like doing stuff like be, like shooting demons in the face and stuff. But like, you know, he's kind of just doing that and then like cracking jokes. Yeah. And, um, and also, like, oddly enough, I kind of liked how the older the Ron Perlman Hellboy looked more. I don't know why this, the David Harbour Hellboy. I, I agree. I don't I know agree. why the look isn't doing it for me. Um, so, I don't know. I, I mean, I thought it, you know. Ron, I, Ron Perlman's, like, kind of a funny-looking guy. To yeah. With, so I feel kind like, of a yeah. big guy, kind of a funny-looking guy. Yeah, anyway. he, has, he has very distinct facial features right. that work for that character, for sure. Yeah. Um... I mean, I think I think people will, I think people will see it. I think, but you know, I don't think this. this I, I I agree with kind of on that. I don't think this trailer is gonna make people who have no interest, who would normally not have any interest in in this type of movie, want to go see it. They may get some of the horror people, just because it's Hellboy. But I mean, outside of that, I think it's just gonna be word of mouth of how good how good or bad this movie is. It's going to help it sink or swim. I think y'all being a little hard on it. I, I thought the trailer was pretty good. I, I get I get the whole... Look, I definitely get the idea of this felt like Deadpool like... Like, this was clearly like, oh, they like that stuff from Deadpool. Like, what can we do to, to, to make that... Get those people to come see this movie? And I definitely felt they laid the humor on a little thick. And the gravity of whatever the, the plot is for this Hellboy movie didn't seem to... The stakes were... Right. It never stuck. Felt low. Um, even though we know with his normal adventures, typically he's saving the world, like you said, Sham. So um, so I get that, but that might still work. That might still work to get people to go see it. I, I've seen mixed reviews on the trailer. I, I liked it. Um... Uh, Harper's look didn't bother me as much. I I, I was okay with his look. I I think I think the one thing that if I would be worried about would be you know. The movie that that trailer was trying to deliver on humor and almost humor alone. If they're not able to deliver on any kind of action, or in the real next story. trailer or story, I don't know if you can sell a Hellboy movie purely on humor. So that would be my one concern. But I thought for what they were trying, they were trying to grab my attention for Hellboy what? for me. Why I, I never saw the last two. So right. I, they did for me. What, well, the, what I'll say is this: 
while this movie could be great, there are movies where we've seen trailers where I wasn't impressed where the movie and it turned out to be incredible. Bumblebee. First Bumblebee trailer. I haven't seen Bumblebee. We'll probably see it next week. But first Bumblebee trailer, I was like, eh, it was like another Transformers flop. I don't know if I want to see this movie. <laughs> but apparently it's a very good movie. Does this movie, does this trailer eliminate the possibility of this being a horrendous movie? Could, no. Doesn't. I, 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 if they, if critics came out and said this movie was an all-time bad movie, I would not be surprised. I'd be like, yeah, I, I mean, I guess the story, they didn't give me a great story. They didn't give me any story. Right. They didn't give me great action in the trailer. It was just <laughs> cracking jokes that weren't that funny. Right. So I'm like, if, it was, if this movie's terrible, I would not be shocked. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I, I yeah, I, I get, I get all that, but judging it just on its own, I, I did, I, I, I enjoyed the show. Like, I can't say that about like Shazam, for example. Like Shazam, if you told no. me that movie was trash, I'd be surprised. That would surprise me. I'd, I'd be like, it looks like it's gonna, be, it's gonna be at least a decent movie. Yeah, this one, I would not be shocked if it was terrible. No, I can, I can see that. Um, but we'll, we'll, we'll keep an eye on on Hellboy. I gotta watch the last one. That reminds me. Um, I've said this before, and I'm, I'm, I'm saying it on the show again because hopefully we can hold ourselves to it. But we talked about it before, but we, we do plan on doing our movie throwbacks very soon, uh, potentially in the next coming weeks. We watch old movies and, 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 and talk about you know, old movies that maybe we haven't seen in a long time or maybe, maybe movies for younger audiences listening to the show who have never even watched, maybe get them to watch them. So uh, Hellboy would be one I would definitely want to go back to because I've never watched it. So that would be a early candidate for me for what I think would be an awesome movie throwback uh, segment that we could do. I want, I want to throw Watchmen weeks. in there. I haven't seen Watchmen. I gotta read Watchmen, which I know yeah. if people listen to me probably want to literally grab me through their computer probably me or too. phone. Uh, well, yeah, but yeah, but you're younger than me. I'm 27. And I haven't read Watchmen yet. That's like an atrocity. But and like my thing is, I've I've had chances to watch the movie. And I've always. Not done it because I want to read the book. Yeah, I keep saying you gotta watch the movie. I know, but I have to read the book. I cannot. That's not something I'm gonna just watch the movie and then go back to read the book. I gotta read the book first. Um, it's gonna be a while for reason. I mean, I mean, because <laughs> I'm never gonna read the book. I mean, there, I we mean, have the book. I just, I don't know why. I just never have gotten to it. But I mean, Snyder, I, Snyder does a good job of really bringing the book just into the movie. But I heard like the ending is like totally different. The ending is is different. Yeah, yeah, they twist. And like, there are other things in the book. I'm not even gonna bring up, but that's just not in the movie, right? At all. That's what um, I've heard. So I, I want to read the book. I want to see what's missing, and then judge the movie. I feel it's gonna take forever, man. And like, the book's not that long, is it? No, that's I got through the book in like less than a week, I think. Because it's it. good. It's hard to put down. Yeah, I could do it. I just got I just got to listen to it in audio form. I know what you're saying. No, no it's but it's a comic. It's a comic. Can't, you can't really. Yeah, yeah, true. True. You can't really. You can't. <laughs> really, you can't <laughs> I'll get to it. I think I can. I can do it. I just got to. I just got to commit to it. I'm so busy. As not to sound pretentious, <laughs> but I'm just always so busy with so much stuff I'm doing. But I. I that's got. I got to make that a New Year's resolution. Is that I'm definitely gonna finish, uh, or start watching and finish it. Um, speaking of Snyder, uh, I'm trying to make this segue. Snyder, uh, you know, started this DC universe that that we kind of have known to understand that is now kind of being uh, torn apart, and this is kind of that new foray away from Zack Snyder. Is this new Aquaman movie? So, like I said before, this is our Aquaman trailer. I mean, Aquaman uh, a spoiler review show. So, we're gonna be speaking about this movie full spoiler. So, if you've not seen the Aquaman movie, 
now will be a good time to fast forward it later on to the show. Uh, if you have seen Titans and want to hear about the Titans uh, season finale, uh, we can you can you fast forward maybe an hour or so before uh, so you can get to that point. But this is our the point where we're going to talk about Aquaman, directed by J, uh, James Wan, starring Jason Momoa and Amber Heard. Aquaman is an interesting movie, man. Um, it, it is it is certainly as you guys said a spectacle. It does not. Uh, is not shy away from trying to be the kind of uh, of cinematic, visual, fantastical experience that this movie should be. If, when you take me to Atlantis, I don't. That movie has to be above the above a, 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 a notch above in terms of what kind of visuals you're bringing me, and this movie. Does not shy away from that. James Wan certainly did not. They didn't, whatever the budget was, I know they spent every penny to get this to look the way it does. It looks visually stunning. Um, for a movie that, that could have went off the rails because it was the visuals, I don't think there were really, there weren't too many really bad visuals in this movie. There may be a few you can nitpick, but visually it's stunning. Um, and it's actually packed. You know, this is not a movie where you're sitting around. And maybe if there are a couple of times where it's slow, we're like, oh, I'm bored. I mean, this movie packs a punch, uh, literally and figuratively, in that regard. So, um, but I, I do feel like there have there are some concerns I have about the movie. So I'm excited to, to talk about this film. Shamari, I go to Kendall because I kind of heard your make things of the movie a little bit earlier. Shamari, Kendall, what was your overall impression of what we saw today in the Aquaman film? Uh. Aquaman, from a macro perspective, is, is it's a fun movie, uh, so it'll be interesting to dissect. Um, it's not it's not a movie that I would likely, you know, put among the the all time greats when it comes to superhero films. But I mean, that's that's I mean, that's not like it's not a diss, you know. <laughs> I mean, if you're not an all time great, you're not a Mount Rushmore superhero movie. But um, I also wouldn't put it. You know, I wouldn't classify with some of DC's worst movies that they've had, or uh, some of the worst uh, comic book movies we've seen in the last decade or two. Uh, so it's definitely in that middle range where, uh, because I say it's a fun movie, uh, chances are that means that there's also some some holes in the movie or some things where, like, man, it's a shame that they they didn't get this right. That really uh, kind of kept it from being like an incredible movie, but uh, the James Wan James Wan had uh, a very very tall task bringing this character to life. I mean, there's a reason. I mean, Aquaman's been a very popular character. I mean, he's been controversial. Well known. Yeah, he's been well known. You know, yeah. the guy has had. I mean, he's been a you know a core member of the Justice League for a long time. Um, he's had his own cartoon. He's had you know a spoof character in SpongeBob. He's a very he's been he's been uh, talked about on Entourage where you know Vinny Chase or whatever his name was supposed to be playing him right. in the movie. Like so, yeah, like he's a he's a brand. Carrie Eamon's had his own television series for a while. He had a pilot. So the fact that and the fact that we didn't get that pilot or that show, plus the fact that it was, it's been so long to get an Aquaman movie out on the big screen shows the tremendous task that James Wan had and the fact that he did it head above water for no pun intended uh, is a credit to James Wan 
Um, I enjoyed this movie a lot. Mm-hmm. I had a lot of fun with this movie. I mean, I thought they, I thought they knocked the effects, I just the effects out of the park, action knocked out of the park. I thought I enjoyed really all of the acting performances, um, <coughs> and I enjoyed this story as well. I think, I think when it comes to the, I think the weaker parts, if I had to just just to try to pick weaker parts, I'd say the story is, while I enjoyed the story, it is predictable for the most part. And I thought the, um, I thought some of the jumps they made in the story were, and maybe it's just how the, how the plot worked out, but some of the jumps between certain things happening was kind of like, oh, okay, okay, I guess now we're here. But outside of that and a couple of dialogue things that it, just dial there's dialogue and jokes that just didn't hit for me or whatever. Outside of that, I just basically liked everything in it. I I just I really really liked this movie. Momo is a great Aquaman, which I mean I expected. We'd seen him as Aquaman before. Mm-hmm. Um, I liked all the side characters. I liked Black Manta. I liked Mira. I liked. Um, uh, uh, and, and I liked Ocean Master. I enjoyed Ocean Master as a villain. Um, I enjoyed, uh, and, and another thing that I really like is is like the costumes and set design. Yeah, costuming and set they got that is, all is, on is point really good. from beginning to end. Every time I saw Ocean Master in that mask, I'm like, I can't believe they put him in that mask, yeah. and it works. You see Black Manta with his helmet, and it works. Yeah, like it's so like they. This is this is and we talk about Spider Verse when it comes to bringing a comic book to life. I feel like this is another example of that. Yeah, but just kind of in to do it live action. Yeah, live action. I think probably some of the best that we've seen in terms of bringing a comic book into live action without like changing a whole bunch of stuff. Yeah, to make it better, like they brought Aquaman suit and just put Momoa in Aquaman suit. You know, like Manta just has his helmet. And is flying around and shooting laser beams. Mm-hmm. He just doesn't have the harpoon, you know. And they have uh, uh, Ocean Master with his mask and this trident. Like, like I, I have to give James Wan a lot of credit. Like, he did a really good job of making this, like, you know, as big and epic and as um, just as crazy as 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 you know as you would expect an Aquaman movie to be. You know, and they really showcase his his powers, you know, and his ability. So I I, I had a lot of fun with this movie. I enjoyed myself a lot. Yeah, the thought of like uh, you know, the DC movies in the past being like, Oh, we gotta be grounded and, and we gotta be dark. Like that's yeah. not there's no hint of that in this movie. This mm-hmm. is nothing like any of those other DC movies. Uh Wonder Woman also wasn't like that. Yeah, it felt like Wonder Woman. Um, it felt more like Wonder Woman in that regard. Um I, I probably feel not as high on the movie as you guys do. I thought it was pretty good. Um, it's funny. I think the the knock it out of the park uh, analogy is interesting to me. Because before we did this show, I kept thinking, you know, what is the analogy for me to describe my feelings about Aquaman? And what I came up with, and I'll see if you guys can follow me, is to me, Aquaman is like... Aquaman is like when you're playing baseball and your team has the bases loaded and no one out and you come away with one or two runs to me 
everything was put into place for this movie to be a classic. This movie could have been a, a, a linchpin. You think about some of the greatest superhero movies of this generation. With the way, with the, with the action scene, the fight scenes, the, 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 spe- the choreography, and the, uh, and, and the special effects, it was all there. All you had to do was just write good dialogue, a not as predictable plot, and you gave me stronger performances, then this would have been it. And that maybe sounds like a lot, but to me it really wasn't, to me it wasn't as big a task maybe it sounds like it to me. But I feel like they left, I feel like this movie left a lot of runners on base. It's not a bad movie. They still scored some runs. They still won the game. But I, le- I, I can't help but leave the theater and being like, okay, that was fun. It was good. It was, I enjoyed it. I left smiling. Um, but man, like, you know, had this storyline been a little bit, had, had a little more teeth to it in terms of it not being so predictable. Um, I, I thought the acting performances to me were muted. I, I didn't, I don't think anyone, Moa stands out because he just, it's just who he is. I don't know if anything in his performance necessarily stood out to me. Um, Amber Heard, I thought Mira, in terms of her powers and stuff, was great. Heard, I thought was, I think you could have put anyone in that role and given given me that performance. Um, to me, Defoe was one of the few people I thought actually had a great performance. And Patrick Wilson, who's a, a great actor. I don't know. I, I, I think he was okay. But uh, some of this stuff also I don't think is all on the actors. I think the writing and the dialogue didn't give them much to work with. Now, part of me looks at that and says, okay, is it because of the, the, the strenuous task of making this look the way it has to look in terms of being on the water and all the special effects that goes into it? Did they sacrifice a little bit of plot and performance performance value and writing for the sake of just making this look decent? And maybe they did. And maybe that was the only thing they could have come up with. Maybe that's just is what it is. I can't grade them on a curve because of that, though. Yeah, that... that- That'd be like in like, you know, sports. If you, we're grading a head coach and we're saying, well, their defense is so great that maybe they just didn't coach offense enough. And right. Like, yeah. Well, I mean, like, look. At the end I of the day, say, you're gonna win the game. Yeah. Like, like, look, look. Like, I'm not gonna make the case that the, the 2000 Baltimore Ravens are the greatest team of all time. But yeah, but their defense is incredible. I'm like, oh, I, I get that. But their offense had, they weren't terrible. They, yeah. they, they, they moved the ball. They were good. They ran the ball well. You know, but they obviously weren't the greatest show on turf. <laughs> you know, they weren't, you know, Brett Frost Packers. Like, they're, you know, they had obviously deficiencies where there were other teams who were more complete. So I look at this movie and I say, was this a complete great job in terms of every aspect that being knocked out of the park? This movie's going to have the inevitable comparisons to Black Panther because the storyline is just similar. So it's inevitable. And I understand Black Panther didn't have nearly the amount of issues or in terms of challenges in regards to special effects so that's i i get that but despite that i look at how black panther hit all the buttons that they need to hit script made sense dialogue was great performances were great along with the other stuff that went around it aquaman i think they were everything was just it was passable it was like oh it's passable okay that's passable okay that's passable that's good but like it, it could have been more and, and that's where I think some of these people who are saying they didn't like it, I think they're being a little harsh. I think, they're, I think they, their expectations were very high. And they're like, man, this should have been amazing. It's like, 
great for what it was. It was a pretty good movie. But the people who don't like it, I get some of the things that they're saying. Mm. I mean, I think that... I don't know. I mean, maybe it's just more... I don't know. Maybe it's just more kind of up my alley. Because I feel like this type of movie... And I kind of agree with some, like, you know, critics and other reviewers who said that this feels almost like a fantasy movie. Which yeah. it does. And you, you like know. fantasy. That is yeah, and it, it's right up my alley. You know, it really is everything from the legends of the of the old Atlantean mm-hmm. king and his trident, and they have to find the trident. And, you know, and, and you know, I mean, that's like, um, you know, and how they have that, that giant, you know, battle towards the end of the movie and like just all this it's just so crazy you know and i i think that i I mean i enjoyed the acting performances while i i definitely agree that they weren't on the level of black panther which i guess if i guess I, i think that's where it comes where like my expectations for the acting wasn't like there you know and maybe the and Black I agree Panther that cast is all time. Yeah, yeah Black Panther cast is crazy. Yeah. yeah, I mean, and I think that like, you know, I was just—I think I came in and I was like, "Don't be bad," you know what I mean? <laughs> right, right. Oh, I was like, "Don't be bad," and it, and then you know, and I was like, "This is not bad. This is yeah. like good." You don't even think about you know? by by like the yeah. I'm not. Yeah. You're not even worried about the uh, yeah. I'm not way through. Yeah. You're not thinking yeah. about is this bad? Yeah, I'm not even thinking about like, like how good is this. I'm not even thinking me. about like Wonder Woman right. or like any other like amazing superhero movie. I'm just thinking, like, how good is this movie? Right, exactly. And I'm like, I like it. Yeah. yeah. I like it a lot. And I think the movie gets better as it gets on. Uh, to me, thinking about the beginning of it, I thought the beginning of it actually was probably the weakest part of the movie for me. Um, And I say that again, always neglecting action. Because there's nothing about the action that's not great. So yeah. when I say that, because the fight scene with him and Mons is great, Everything that goes on in that submarine is great. Um, all that stuff is great. But I'm talking about just the storyline and just the performances. That submarine scene, it's it's terrible in terms of the cheesiness of that scene. See, I, I didn't coming hate on, the, Him coming on saying, we know the mission to come, no, permission to come, come aboard line is in the trailer, which I hated in the trailer. I'm like, okay. So I had to see that. But I'm hoping, okay, that's maybe the only thing. But then it's just all cheesy... Uh, Momoa sexy look back at the camera drop the music you know it's like three or four of those things where I'm like yo you're laying it on way too thick right now this is very unnecessary and it didn't have to be um there was a lot of cheesy elements about the first 15-20 minutes of the movie um that took me out of it a little bit early on I was like okay man the action's great so I'm sticking with it but you 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 laid on the Momoa stuff thick. Um, I don't know that 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 was a little bit of a problem for me. Yeah, I mean I hear you. I mean I think honestly I'm gonna be honest. I was on board with this movie the second I saw Aquaman bring that sub up, which it looked that looked incredible. It still looks great. That yeah. alone, I was just like this is incredible. Yeah, and like they show him like like pushing it up like it looks like he's pushing it up. I'm like this is incredible. Like just that alone, I'm just like, I, I'm just like they are just. I'm just like this is Aquaman, yeah, <laughs> you know. I'm just I'm like this is Aquaman, pushing an entire submarine, a big submarine, 
above the. Uh, I'm just like, ugh. I'm just like, they got it. I'm like, they got it. They know what they're doing. When we talk about the beginning, I see. I was sold on this movie. That that kind of that prologue with his parents was also very good, and yeah. the action that they showed with Nicole Kidman fighting those Atlanteans that were coming after him, and yep. you know how she went back to Atlantis and left. Uh, his dad and yeah. him as a kid, and then they show I, I, the the scene of him as a kid in the aquarium. Obviously, is very cheesy. Yeah, that's but another one. Okay. It makes no sense, yeah. you know. I feel like he would have been he would have gotten you know arrested or something or held captive by the government. Yeah, he would have been the Sentinel Services. Yeah, he, he would have been Sentinel <laughs> Services or whatever. But regardless, um, but I, I thought those scenes overall. The one thing that I liked about this movie was it, it set up like a good lore in the DC universe about Atlantis and the history that uh, and kind of the origins of that kind of that that place that we don't really hear about because um, sometimes these these uh, these movies try to set up like. Uh, and DC's done a good job with this. You know, they did a good job with Man of Steel, setting up the lore of Krypton. Uh, they did a good job. Um, For Krypton, the show. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, no, eventually, yeah, with Krypton. Um, and then they did a good job, I think, in Wonder Woman. Um, but I think we have, we've seen movies in the past where they try to set up that kind of stuff, and I'm just like, I don't care. You know, Green Lantern, you know, I didn't care about anything they were telling me with the Green Lantern Corps or whatever. But... Um, so this movie made you care about Atlantis, made you care about, uh, the significance of, um, what he was going after, what he was going after, uh, the Trident, um, and the whole family politics, the whole, the politics of the Seven Seas having to unite, all that stuff I thought was interesting, but, um, I see... Like I said, I was in, I was on board after that first prologue, and then you know you see Manta, and that, obviously the whole Manta thing with his dad was super predictable. <laughs> you know, it was obvious that the guy was gonna, it was obvious that the guy was gonna die, and he died in such a stupid way where he like <laughs> he like he basically killed himself where he's like he threw the thing at him and he blew yeah. off. I'm like, jeez, all right. <laughs> What's name like? It's your fault. I'm like, it kind of isn't. It's kind of your dad's fault. Yeah, yeah, I'm like, I mean, he really didn't do anything. What I will say is, and I don't know, I don't know if people are like talking about this. They kind of threw it middle of the movie. It referenced it, but I, I didn't like Aquaman not saving his dad. I thought they did it. Obviously, they made a point to have him not do that. I didn't mind that because I I I felt that that was an Aquaman thing. I I feel like Aquaman wouldn't have saved him. You're probably right. It just felt so like, like we get on Superman for, you know, snapping Zod's neck, and that's a different, it's a different, it's very different than what yeah. we saw. <laughs> it's a different magnitude, <laughs> but I'm like that, and obviously he wasn't. He was Aquaman, but he wasn't like king at that point. He wasn't really a superhero. Yeah, but, um, I don't know. I think, he left the guy me, to I, die. Me, I think Aquaman almost like Thor. Where like yeah, I, I feel like, but I like, feel like if Thor did like, that. I feel like Thor would would do something. Avenger like Thor, that. we'd be like, geez. But Thor like kills people. Like I I, I feel like he's I, a warrior. Like to me, like yeah, like, yeah. To me, like like Aquaman, Thor, and Wonder Woman like are a different breed. When I think of like the hero rules, yeah. like where I feel like 
and like what he said to him, like you know, like the seas will will you know judge you or whatever. Yeah. I felt like that was a very Aquaman thing for him to say. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I feel I, I could see easily see Aquaman seeing someone like that who, and he said he's like you yeah, killed you killed, he, he killed all these people on yeah, the ship. Exactly. You're, he's like you're, if you're a bad person. Like if you're gonna be doing stuff like that, but you're not it, the kind it, of person. It kind of does. Save. It sets up Manta, and maybe that's what they're trying to do. But it sets up Manta to be like. I mean, he does have a real gripe. Like, and he does. He, he, yeah, has, he has a real gripe with Aquaman. Yeah. You know, and it's like, I can't, I can only root, but I can only root for Aquaman, but so much at that point. At least against Manta, where I'm like, look, man, you just left the guy, you left the dude to die. Yeah. And then, he, you know, he, and then he thinks about that later on in the movie. You know? and he th- yeah, he thinks about yeah. it, man. I which, was, up. which was a smart line. And I'm glad they referenced it, because had they not, I would have been like, man, Aquaman just. <laughs> He doesn't even care. <laughs> he does not care at all. I'm like, but, he's like, I don't know why this guy's coming after me. And it, and I thought I was wondering. I was like, are they gonna do the karma thing when his dad almost died in the? Oh yeah. You know, with the the the, the attack. Yeah. I was like, is this gonna be like, oh man, you know, Uncle Ben kind of? I didn't do this, and then it came back to bite me. I was like, they better not kill him like that. I, yeah, I didn't want. I was hoping he wouldn't die, obviously. And that's. I mean, this is like later on in the movie. But the one thing I did like about the movie in general is that. It felt like there was no, there was no major tragedy. No, you know, like sometimes these movies, superhero movies, they purposely someone's like, gotta die. Someone's gotta die. Like I'm watching my, movie, my like planet blew up. Yeah, the dad's gonna <laughs> die, or the mom's gonna yeah. die. I thought, I thought Volko or his dad were, were gone. Yeah, or you know, Defoe's <laughs> gonna die. One of those, someone's gotta die. One of the elder characters <laughs> would have to die. No one died in this movie. You know, at least nobody besides Manta's dad. Yeah, early in yeah. the movie. Every, almost everybody, all the major characters. Survive. I think that's smart because sometimes, like you know, especially if you're talking about building a franchise, a lot of times they they cross off characters that could be very useful. Right. Yeah. And how many times have we seen that in TV shows or in movies where it's like, well, too bad they killed that guy. Yeah. Like he'd yeah. be very useful in this storyline. Yeah. Ocean Master is still around. Yeah. Ocean Master is a very useful character. Like that's someone I wouldn't want to see get killed off. I was very much hoping he wouldn't get killed off today. Um, you know, Volko. All these guys could be useful. You know, and. and to me, like it also, it could make their death become even more, you know, significant if it happens later on. Like when we watch Infinity War and we see, um, uh, what's the name in the first scene die, and uh, not Loki, the other. Oh, why can't I think of his name? Uh, what's the name? Heimdall. 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 Yeah. It's like, well, we've seen Heimdall now three or four movies. Like, yo. Yeah. Like that's it. He's gone. Like, it, it hits you, and I feel like had they say, oh, let's kill off Heimdall just because some cheap plot device that we need for movie two or movie one yeah. it wouldn't have had the same effect you know so so I, I like that they kept everyone on the board on board especially because we don't know what they're trying to build with this and they don't know what they're trying to build so why cut yourself off short because you know Juan had kind of like the weird thing of making this movie with so much in flux remember he's doing this movie as what's the name got fired he made the movie for a while, as Hamada's getting hired like all this is happening, so he has no idea what the vision is. So it made well, it made sense not to just cross anyone off because it's like, well, what if this guy has a vision and they can't do it because you killed a bunch of people? It's a miracle. You reference it's a miracle this movie was even made. It is. I remember I remember Juan was like, I he don't know if I'm this, making this movie. He was doing this movie. He was like threatening when, DC, when threatening Snyder, Warner Brothers. <laughs> like, remember, I don't know if I should do it. Remember, he was making this movie when Snyder was still in charge. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, how, this was one of the original movies. They mapped out. He was one of the original directors they yeah. picked. Yeah. That's very that's very uh a very rare breed for Warner Brothers in DC. You know, like the Flash has gone through like eight directors. 
obviously the Batman gone through like multiple Batmans and multiple directors. So like the fact that this Aquaman movie, I'm sure it, it, it went through plenty of changes. We'll we'll talk about the end of the movie, which we think probably went through a major change. But it the fact that it still came out with the same people, same cast, same stars, same crew. Is, is a credit to James Wan. And it came out, and it didn't come out as a complete mess. Yeah, I mean, remember, we talked about Emmy Suicide Squad, was also a movie that was announced very early on. And that's a movie that had massive reshoots, mm-hmm. and, you know, David Ayer wasn't, like, a part of the second <laughs> like half of the, the filming and whatever, and they gave him no time to make it. And, like, that kind of production chaos was not... Uh, didn't seem to happen with this Aquaman movie. Not at all. And one of the things I appreciated about it, too, was there was virtually no major uh, universe-building Easter eggs. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and, 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 and surprised I, I was so happy because, I, 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 you know, I know we've thought about this on this show a hundred times, but to me, like, what they've done in these other DC movies, particularly the Superman and Batman vs. Superman movies, were so distracting. The fact that I could just sit there and just be in locked into this story and this story alone, not worry about when I'm going to see The Flash or something <laughs> like that. Like, it was so refreshing. And it showed that that stuff is so unnecessary. I mean, they referenced Steppenwolf once. Right. And it was within the storyline. It made yeah. sense. <laughs> yeah. Like, talking about, wow, you, you know, it's been <laughs> well, a year since you did this. It was like, can't you open a boom tube? Yeah. <laughs> or, you know, nothing like yeah, that. Where's the mother box? Yeah, like, <laughs> <laughs> Wait, go get the guy with the mother box. Yeah. The robot with the mother box. Yeah, like, that would have been so trash. Like, I, I like it, that we didn't need that. Can't so, call your friend from Gotham City? <laughs> you know, like, he's dealing, with, he's dealing with penguins right now. <laughs> like, you know, like, we, that stuff is so unnecessary. And, like, DC didn't get how unnecessary it was and how much they laid it thick on the other ones. I was happy that they didn't do that with this. Well, one, the second main character in this story... Well, I, I mean, I think they're split. It's either Orm or Mera. Who do you want to start with first? Give me, give me. Where do you want to go? Orm. Shamari wants to go with Orm. We're going I know, Shamari, you love Ocean Master. You yeah, let yeah, Shamari defend. I don't know, man. I, I like. State your case. Orm is my man. I don't, I don't hate. I don't dislike Orm in this movie. Let me be that. Let me make that clear. Um, but when I said before, I still stand by is that I feel like. Um, I feel like he's a bland villain. In that he's a bland villain in the comics, man. That's what I'm saying. Like he's, he's maybe, maybe, what he is. but I think, but I think, <laughs> but, but, what I, but what I like about Orm, <laughs> he's not Loki. But what I kind of like about Orm is I think that when he's been written well or written great, I think there is they either play up the Mad King element to him, or there's a higher intensity, or they play it. Yeah, exactly. I, that word is exactly the word I think I've been looking for the whole last seven hours. I've been sitting on this movie. The intensity of his character is so palpable every time he's around, because mm. he's such. Even though he's calculated, he's like and, a ticking time even though bomb. he's yes, even though he's calculated and he's pointed, he's a ticking time bomb. He could behead somebody in a second. Mm. Wilson's performance mm. is very muted, very you know, because he's royalty. He's like, oh, you know, I'm, it's like beneath me. Like he said, like, I can't right. go up there and fight people. Like, I gotta let Mantle do my dirty work. So, and that's that is Orm. That's not like against him. But like, I was waiting for that taking time bomb element. We only see it with the fisherman, with the, with the fisherman uh, right. kingdom. Where, but even that moment was not. It wasn't the like crazy over the top. Like, oh my god! This, yeah, they talked uh, about this mf'er is insane. And he has those moments, and they don't. They didn't give him those. 
And I was really excited to see Wilson deliver that. Because I think that he would have delivered it if they gave it to him. And maybe we'll get that moment in a sequel. Uh, maybe this was kind of like just kind of showing him like kind of get too big for his bridges and then just fall apart. But I was kind of waiting for that meltdown where he's like, this is my throne, damn it. Like that line, that, that line that we're all used to hearing him say or seeing in a comic book, like we never got that moment. And and the fact that we got kind of the same note the whole time, I think it was a little bit of a disappointment. I don't know, man. I I enjoyed his performance. <laughs> I mean, I like. He's a good actor. He, you give him what they gave him. I think he did it well. Right. But I just think the direction and the writing could have could have made that performance a little better. I mean, I hear that. I hear that. I mean, the, I mean, I would definitely be on board with what you're describing as well. I mean, I just, you know, um, I do think you know they could have added some more intensity to the character. I just think the way they wanted to portray him. Like, they wanted to give him more of the kind of, like, you know, I guess the first name that comes to mind is kind of, like, the more of a Jamie Lannister-type vibe. Yeah. That's, that just, is the vibe I got. Yeah, where it's just, like, I'm here, I'm royalty, this is what I deserve. And I'm the best. And I'm the best. And if you threaten me, I'm going to kill you. Yeah. But, like, that's just what it is, you know. But there wasn't any kind of, like, kind of madness to him. Though his plan was mad. What he was doing was kind of a crazy thing. Yeah. You know, and it was rash and it was like, you know, crazy. But he just wasn't, it just wasn't that kind of describe the intensity in that. But I, I enjoyed the performance a lot. You know, I thought he did a good job. I thought, I thought the character was extremely threatening, you know, um, and it I, made me want to learn more about him. Part of me wonders if you say that, like, what he was doing is mad. And I thought about it, I was like, you're right. You're absolutely right about that. I can't debate that at all. So then, part of me wonders there was a little bit of a failure in the writing and having no one push back on him. Mirror just leaves. No one actually is like, yo, fam, this is, yo, this is crazy. Everyone's just like, yep, no, we're going. Right, they didn't know how dangerous he, or they they don't show him being, we don't see it. We just assume he's dangerous. But that's that's a little bit of an issue, and again, We know who Ocean Master. They they talk is, about it's a like movie. You don't, you he's assembling an army and blah blah blah. Yeah. Like I mean, he's got I, think, a lot of power. I mean, I think I think they're kind of relying on the fact that he's kind of swindling everyone, and that they think that the, the surface dwellers are attacking them and stuff. So he's like, we have to go to war. Mm-hmm. So I think that's why we don't really see as much of that. He's playing a political game, also. Um, yeah, that's what I well, like tricking his people and tricking everybody into thinking he's. Protecting them, right? By that, going into this war. That's what I wanted to mention on this Ocean Master character. Is that he's not nearly like you said, like we talked about. He's not. He's evil, but he doesn't have that that threatening aspect to him as much. Mm-hmm. And I think that's because he. You can tell he's playing the politics of Atlantis and the seas, and he can't like we talked about. He can't do certain things that a normal villain would be able to do. He's got to do some things more underhanded, more underground, uh, use Manta in certain situations. Um, he's got to seem more even keel to, because he's trying to recruit all these different uh, kingdoms to join in under him mm-hmm. so that he can be Ocean Master and take out the surface dwellers. Um, so, I mean, there, there, there is that aspect to it, but... I look. I did think that the 
I thought the acting was fine. Um, I agree that I think the 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 role that they gave him was cookie cutter. You know, he's kind of your generic kind of villain. But like I said, I think that's kind of what Ocean Master is in a lot of stories. But I feel like in this movie, he didn't do anything overtly evil to make me dislike him. Really? Well, like besides, yeah. I mean, the fisherman thing. Was the fisherman thing was messed up. But besides that, he brings a bunch of garbage and throws it on a but couple places. And he, he almost killed Aquaman's grandfather by accident. My like father by accident. He didn't know he was killing him. But you, you, I feel like you have to think that. I mean, the whole movie he was threatening to go to war with. Like, yeah, like he was just he was he was off his rocker. Yeah. Like, like most of, at that point, I'm like, yeah, this guy is. I mean, from, I mean, the, I mean totally, from the beginning, he's just like he's kind of. He's we scum. need to bring water. Yeah, to the yeah, yeah. He's he's already like, yo, we need to bring the smoke. Yeah, <laughs> like from, from, from <laughs> the first minute. Yeah, I, you're right about that. But I just think like again like that. I don't and know, also that, those moments where you're supposed to be like, yo, this dude is crazy. Like he needs to be stopped. Like I don't know if we ever really got that moment with him. I think also I think they kind of assumed, regardless of whether or not you're familiar with the Ocean Master character, I think there was a bit of assumption that like we know he's the bad guy in this scenario. So like, because you know, I mean, look, he's not Aquaman. He's the king, but he's his brother. So even if you've never read an Aquaman comic in your life, you never heard of Ocean Master, you kind of realize, all right, this is his adversary. And they they kind of write in some of that instability in his character and his mindset. And the rest of the movie, you kind of just don't like the guy because you realize he's the, he's the antagonist in this, mm-hmm. in this story. Um, I did think, and this is, I, I think that it was... Because we haven't really talked about, like, Jason Momoa, like, the casting of Jason Momoa. Mm-hmm. And I will say that it was, it was I think, smart to not make Aquaman white. I don't know if people have been talking about this. But <laughs> right. it's, 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 yeah, it's, yeah, it's, yeah, drop a science on this. Be careful. Yeah, 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 yeah don't get fired. <laughs> I, I'll say this. Because... Do we do we not feel like it, it it made a difference optically or visually that we didn't have like like a white Aquaman going after a white Ocean Master? Like there was that like oh like you're different and you don't look like me yeah. kind of aspect to it. I didn't get that at all. You didn't get it. I, I kind of. I, I got I, it a little bit. I didn't get that at all. To be like, completely. I didn't honest. mean like it's not like Ocean Master was racist, but like yeah, there I, was that kind of tension. Yeah, there definitely was the, like, looking down on, like, oh, you? Like, you're worthy? Like, he didn't have to say it. But, like, and I'm not saying... And would that, and I'm would not that even, same and impact... I'm not, and I'm not even saying they wrote it for it to be that way. But it didn't have to. Would you that see, same oh, impact... You see Momoa and you see him, and it's obvious. Would I feel that same way if they made Aquaman Chris Hemsworth? I would be more like... Yeah, I wouldn't. I'd be like, eh. I, 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 I know I wouldn't. I don't see it. Because he looks... Different, right? Like he obviously like everyone. I, I everyone in Atlantis is white. Difference. Like every like there are the, the like the fish looking people, and then there are white people. There are no black people there or people of color. Everyone, yeah. uh, everyone that we see that's a that's like uh, as what Mira said, like the higher born or whatever. Mm-hmm. They're all white. So, like when he says you're half breed, you're like he looks. He doesn't yeah. look like anyone else in Atlantis. So I mean. I don't think that I wasn't thinking like yo this side of the race like you said I, it wasn't that in the forefront but it did definitely stand out that like he doesn't belong 
Like, well, yeah, and Ocean Master is not afraid to throw it in his face that he doesn't belong. And the fact that he looks different helped with the story for me, I think. Like, subconscious. Again, it wasn't like I was obviously thinking about it. Kendall mentioned it just now, and I thought, no, he's right. That did help. Yeah, no, for me, I, I don't think that clicked at all for me. Maybe because I was so into the story. Yeah, right, right. But I wasn't thinking, like, oh, yo, he's saying he don't belong. Like, I wasn't, like, yeah. I, I mean, I was just thinking, especially because he said he's like, um, you know, the bastard child doesn't deserve, you know, the right to the throne. So I was like, oh, okay, well, it's because he's, you know, his mother, you know, he's not from Atlantis. Right, right. You know, like, that's just he wouldn't have read, yeah. Yeah, but, you know. <laughs> How about that cheesy uh, tail of the tape that they put up when they were about to fight? That's kind of funny. I, I it like was funny. I had no problem with it. I, I, I love the cheesy thing that I did not like in this movie. That one I thought was funny. I, <laughs> the only the only problem I have with it, it was on the screen for like two seconds. I kind of so I read wanted it. to read it. Yeah, I only saw a little bit. <laughs> I just oh, saw yeah, frozen yeah. time. I, I just saw a half <laughs> read and King of Atlantis. <laughs> <laughs> or, yeah. yeah, I saw that. That was that was uh, that was funny. They just, they should have that up a little longer. Yeah. Um, That's something like when you see it on TV or when we get the yeah, TV, you can pause it. Yeah, yeah, I got fine. Yeah, I'm sure someone on Twitter froze that. Screen captain. Yeah, yeah. And got his kill tape. That was uh, that was really funny. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, Ocean Master's plan. I, I I think again, like a lot of this plot is not a lot of it to really. There's not a lot of it to really be. It's not gonna offend you. I think. I mean, his plan is his plot is fine. He wants to be king, and his thing is like I gotta get all the people on board, so then I can go and face the surface dwellers. Um, I think it's kind of smart that he never got to the point where he actually was facing service to well, because then you had the questions, all right, well, where's Wonder Woman? Batman. <laughs> <laughs> didn't get to that point, because he never got to that point. Where's Superman? Yeah, exactly. So, Superman dead. Oh, well, no, or he's no, back. Oh, well, he's yeah, yeah. <laughs> Who knows? I forgot. Technically, he's alive. Maybe he's on Argo now. Who knows? Um, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but, but nah, it's, uh, it, it, I think his plan, for the most part, is fine. I think him as a, as a performance overall was fine. I just, I just think that they left me on the bone with that character in the source material for me. Um, Mirror was the second character, I would say, as a, a main character in this movie. Um, and I kind of feel... I feel kind of the same, but I think they executed Mira's abilities and her power and her strength much better than they did Orm. But I think, like... Patrick Willis like performed better than Amber Heard. I think the the script is kind of bland, but I think Wilson was able to get out of it what he needed to to do what he had to do. Where Heard, not as experienced, not as talented, was keeping one hundred. I don't know if she was able to do that, but she was good enough um, to get the job done. I think in this movie, I wonder with a better script, could they have worked off of? Um, the the dynamic between her and Arthur a little better, because I don't think it was that believable by the end that they would be together. Mm. Um, I think they that moment was kind of like not earned, and I don't know if it was only the performances of Momo and her that made me feel that, or was that the writing? I think it was more the writing, but I, I do feel like she wasn't capable of quite uh, being bringing any more element to her other than just reading the lines that were given to her and just delivering them for me but in terms of how they displayed Meredith's ability to manipulate water um the wine scene uh in 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 italy i mean some of that stuff was awesome and i think that she was great in those action scenes especially a lot of the action she didn't seem like she was even using a stunt double right so she was dope with that 
I think some of the, the, the interpersonal stuff with her and Arthur, I think I would have liked a little more so that by the end I would have felt better about them being together. Yeah, I think yeah, they, the, the kind of quick. But. Yeah, yeah, I thought the same thing. Or or just that they they didn't or maybe there was more off screen things that they just didn't show. Right. But it's just you know, from what we saw, you know, the end result isn't oh yeah, they would be a couple you know, <laughs> like that's right. not something that you would predict just from that. Like um, like how Into the Spider Verse didn't like they didn't just throw Gwen Stacy. Yeah, yeah, you saw how they like kind of left it to be continued. Yeah, which was smart and like because you, you know we got more movies, right? And, and, and <laughs> as me, there. I know as someone who re- has read Miles that him and Gwen become a thing, but right. like, so everybody kind of like if you if you didn't know that you're kind of like, oh, are they gonna make Gwen and Miles a thing? And it kind of like the fact that they pl- they like played it up. They showed that there was some tension there. There was some emotions there, but then they didn't go all the way in because it wasn't earned. It worked great to like to the all right. Well, maybe the next movie. He's like, ooh, okay, they leave it open ended. Yeah. Um, they obviously these two have more time together than, than Miles and Gwen did, but again, I don't know if what they established was enough for me. Mm. Yeah. Um. So I mean, I don't know. I'm I'm okay with you know them them, you know, kind of. I think it was obvious they were trying to build to that, so right. it didn't bother me as much. I'm, yeah, I'm glad they yeah. didn't spend too much time. And of course, on it, and of course, we know the lore. Yeah, and of you, that, yeah, you know that they're gonna yeah. end up together anyway. Because right. um, you spend so much time on that story, then yeah, it takes away from it. Takes things. away from the actual. Story. But I would argue they did spend a lot of time on it because they a lot of the movie they're together on they're their together, two-person yeah. mission. So I, I disagree. I think they did spend a lot of time on it, and I, I still don't think they earned anything. And I think that again goes more to writing and the chemistry between the two actors. It at least felt like they were doing like relevant stuff though, because sometimes these movies will like deviate they'll, they'll from deviate the, from the story just the just story. to get romance. Right, right. Yeah. Oh, they'll be they'll be staring at each other. Because like Wonder Woman stuff, didn't really yeah. do that with Steve Trevor as much either. Right. I think that helped the, this the movie. Now I do think Wonder Woman and yeah, but I, think, Trevor, I do think Trevor, Chris Pine, Trevor, the Pine and Doe had go, way more chemistry. Yeah, that that was magic. This was yeah. nothing like that. You know, or even. This, see, like, the one, because I, I thought about this with even, like, Captain America with Peggy Carter. They also didn't have, like, that much time, like, together. That was also magic. But just the chemistry between the two characters right. was so great. Which makes me wonder, maybe it was the acting. Right. Because these that, characters had plenty of time to, on yeah, screen they're, together. They're on screen and you didn't feel, like, it still felt kind of weird. It was like, oh, that yeah. <laughs> came out of nowhere. But, um, so I don't know. Cause I remember being, I remember watching Captain America and being like, "Oh, really?" You know, Peggy Carter and Steve Rogers. I didn't realize, you know, like because they didn't spend that much time together on screen. Whereas, like with this, um, these characters, like we said, spent majority of the second and third act on screen together, and um, it was a little more in your face, mm-hmm. right? So what did you guys think of Black Manta? Man, uh, Black Manta, I think, is probably the one element of the movie that's not, like, fight scene or CGI. I can say that I liked 100%. I have nothing bad to say. Um, pretty much. I'm trying to think. Yeah, I, I thought he was great. Um, I, I thought they... I, and where I think the writing at times was weak, I think they wrote him really well. 
I agree. I feel like all, everything he said sounded like something Black Panther would say. Everything he did felt like something yeah, Black Panther would do. I love the performance it of... It felt uh, very authentic. Abdul Mateen was excellent. Yeah, I mean, that felt... I was like, yo, this is Black Panther. This is a young... This is like a young Black Panther yeah. in his prime or before we get to see him a little older. Like, and how he maneuvered and everything, I was like, yo, I, I thought it was great. And then, again, that whole thing with him and how he looks and using those effects... That could have looked trash. I like they made the joke about, uh, I'm going to need a bigger helmet. Yeah. That was kind of like a, a fourth wall, like, yeah, his helmet's going to look ridiculous, but this is why. Yeah. You know, it's going to be big for no reason. Right. For an actual reason, but most people think it's for no reason. <laughs> I dug him, man. I thought he was great. We talked about going into this movie. We saw the trailers and stuff, and we saw a little bit of Black Manta, and we knew what the story was going to be for a, a to a decent amount. And... We were concerned about how Black Manta would be included, mm-hmm. what his role would be, yeah. whether or not it would make sense. And I brought up, this could be very much, if we saw Solo, this could be very much like Emphis Ness, who was a character I hated in Solo, <laughs> whose inclusion felt just it was unnecessary. You know, never played, never was there for an actual reason besides they just wanted to give an extra obstacle for Solo and his group. Like... And they didn't explain until, like, the end, like, why it was happening. Things were just happening. I also mentioned, uh, who's the guy from, uh, Legends of Tomorrow? Oh, uh, what's the name? Uh, Kronos. Oh, yeah, yeah Kronos. Kronos. Yeah, was, <laughs> also could have been very Kronos-like as well. And what I liked about Black Manta that would separate himself from Kronos and from Emphis Ness of Solo was that I feel like he had a real motive. Yeah. The motive was clear. They said it in the first scene. We saw it. We see of Aquaman. It's of him screwing over Black Manta. In a way that, like I, like I mentioned, I thought was extremely legitimate. It wasn't like, oh, he stole my money. I got to go after him. Something stupid. Like, it was something extremely... He had a real, real bitter rivalry with Aquaman. And so the rest of the movie, him hunting down Aquaman. Also, the fact that he, he was working in, conduct, in conjunction with... Ocean Master also made him more necessary in the story, as opposed to like, oh yeah, I just don't like Aquaman, so I'm just gonna include myself in the in the uh, in, in the conflict. So all those things made it not bad. It made it all those things made his inclusion in the story believable. He's already a very good character that they had set up, so I had no problem with him being included in the in the story. Um, Really, the only thing I think they botched was the ending, which we'll talk about that, the post-credit scene. But that's uh, a whole other conversation. Yeah, man, I love Black Manta. Mm. I loved Black Manta. I thought I agree with you guys 100%. I thought his story was great. I thought the action was spectacular, you know, given, you know, who Black Manta is and and how he's kind of the joke to go along with Aquaman. It's the guy with the big helmet. Yeah, how do you, you make know, that these laser beams? How do you make this too look legitimate as a movie? And characters. that was like super legit. Yeah. You know. And when he was actually like stabbing Aquaman, I'm like, "Yo, this is insane." Like this is insane. So I was I was totally on board with that. Yeah, I, I thought he was great. I'm looking forward to see how how he includes in the story. Do we think later on he can carry as the main villain? Um, I have some questions about that still. I, I don't know if they set him up as being powerful enough, and that's what happens um, when you make when you make somebody a a side villain. 
that you want to maybe be the main villain. Can you? It does like cause I've seen some people talk about. Well, for Aquaman two, now we're gonna go even bigger. You know, we're gonna you know go to Atlantean gods and stuff. And I'm like, I mean, it makes sense. I mean, if, we, if you just beat Ocean Master and like, I, you would think Black Manta would be like an easier. In theory, and easier. This is why I think that, to me, like, if I was writing an Aquaman 2, like, Black Manta's, the way he dismantles Aquaman, to me, would be have to be a lot more strategic and, yeah, exactly. and methodical and psychological than whatever we saw in this movie. Exactly. This right. movie is a lot more just them going at it toe-to-toe. Yeah. I would like to see him, kind of like how we've seen, how we saw Aqualad and Young Justice take out his team, old team. It had to be, it had to be kind of yeah. like that. He'd have to kind of just dismantle Atlantis from within because of just his... His cunningness, you know, and 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 then, and I think that they'll, I think they can do that, but I just, it would just have to be different than what we saw for it to work. He could, I don't think they could do what they did in this movie. It would be a main villain. It has to be a little different. Would it be wild if? But he's a master strategist. Like the, you could definitely make Black Man to do that. Wouldn't it be wild if they like they can't do like the whole, uh, you know, his son is Alkalad, but what if they made like his nephew or something, like Alkalad? I did think about that. I was like. Is that alcohol? I think something that they could infuse. He's too in young, some way. Like it, but I mean, he could have a teenage son. That guy. I don't think so. You don't, don't think so? That. I don't think so. I mean, his well, dad is not. I that mean, dude wasn't no, no no grandfather, man. Yeah, he like, remember he, he was like, the, he was the owner in the game. He like he could be in his. I, I mean, to me, black man like he could be in his mid thirties. Yeah, I would say the actor is probably. Then you could definitely have a thirteen year old kid. But uh, he could, but like. I thought Alcala would be a little older. I, no, you couldn't make him older. You had he had to start young. Right. You would mean like in general. Yeah, I don't think I would want to. I would have made him. I would make him like nowhere. sixteen. Like but 16, also remember, there will be years before next time we see another Aquaman movie. So like you can get to that point still. Right. I kind of don't want to see that yet. Like in Aquaman in general. Yeah. That's fine. I don't think it has to be in the next movie. I don't know how many Aquaman movies we're getting. That's true. With them all. <laughs> DC, yeah, DC, I'm not super confident. We're going to get four Aquaman movies. You know, not like Marvel. Directing Guaranteed Aquaman a trilogy. Movie. Yeah. Um, I have said the things that disappointed me. Was there anything that disappointed you guys in this movie? Uh, I know you guys both like really liked it. But. Dolph Lundgren and his <laughs> weird uh, haircut. <laughs> his forced red, red hair. Yeah, I feel like he was the worst character in this movie. Yeah, he, uh, none of the, nothing he did made any sense. None of the decisions he made made any sense. He was a cornball, cornball Atlantean. <laughs> I mean, he was like a worse version of Wasabi from Black Panther. Really, at least Wasabi like had it. It was or, decent you know, performance. Wakabi. or Wakabi. I call Wasabi, Wasabi sauce. <laughs> there, wasn't there, a, there's a character named Wasabi in one of these like I don't know, man. TV. I I, I know what I'm talking about. There's a there's a cartoon with character named Wasabi. Oh, okay. yeah, do you remember the, the Cartoon Network? Show, chop, 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 yeah, yeah. Chop, I think chop, there's chop. a character named Wakabi <laughs> on this show, but regardless, he's a black dude. But um, Wakabi in Black Panther, at least he had like it was a better performance, um, I think, than what Dolph Lundgren gave us uh, in this movie. Mm-hmm. And again, like I said, it didn't help that he looked ridiculous with the red wig on. And like, just to me, just like, I mean, what he was doing was just. Like, oh, this is a dumb idea to fight the surface floor. And then he sees a, he, they get hit with a, a, a you know, a submarine. All right, we got to go out to the sofa floor. I'm like, okay. 
Yeah. And then, you know. She calls him out then, on then it. Then Mira's like, yo, fam, you you think that this is kind of suspicious that, like, I don't know, the day he's talking to you about attacking Service World, we get attacked? He's like, yes. But it's been about time we fight the Service World. I'm like, wait a minute. You just told Orin before then that you didn't think that we should ever yeah. fight the Service World. Now you say, oh, Mary, you know what? I've always thought we should fight the Service World. And then when the, when when he sees what's the name with the trident, he's like, all right, he's the king yeah, now. He's I'm the like, king. you were just down with Bow to the fighting, king. fighting the what's the name? Fighting the surface world. This guy is from the surface world. What? Yeah. Um. Yeah. I mean, I I, I agree with you guys' sentiments. It, just, it probably didn't bother me as much because I was joining the rest of the movie, but but I I definitely agree with what you guys are saying regarding his character. Um. I thought some of the 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 dialogue was a little not great. Yeah. You know, some of the jokes didn't land for me. Um I I I well I loved Aquaman's suit. I was like, how does he have his suit? They didn't show him get his suit. Yeah, I mean, you yeah. know, he just takes well, I think, I think he the, takes the trident. Well I literally think the metal from this the stuff, the armor from uh the old king just falls off. I think that's the armor that he uses. Okay. I, I wish that I wish they had shown that. They should have shown that. Because it's just like you see magic coming from the thing and then he just has his new suit. It's like did he put it on? Did it just form? Did they not have the budget to have show it for yeah. him? Like so I was like, all right, whatever. I, I I'm guessing they just didn't want to do like some some cheesy, you know, Power Rangers, you know, transform, you know, yeah. thing. But I would have you know <laughs> I would have liked to have seen it. <laughs> yeah, I mean I would I would have liked to have seen that. Um and let me see. Uh, I thought the the trench people were kind of horror like. Um, I mean, it, I mean they were fine, but you know when they first showed up, I was like, oh my god, you know. Like, yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, I mean this is PG thirteen, like Jesus Christ, you know, it's trying to bite people's faces off and stuff. Um, uh, but I don't know. I mean, I think that's that's really it. You know, I I really enjoyed basically everything else in this movie. Yeah, I mentioned that I think they dropped the ball with that that post credit scene, where you know obviously uh, we see Manta you know floating in water all damaged, and it's, I mean it's a great opportunity to bring in uh, Lex Luthor and to continue that whole Legion of Doom uh, Injustice League plot. That I don't know if they want to do. Yeah, so, I was gonna say that's the, the, the reason I wasn't upset about that is because I'm done with Lex Luthor completely. Right? Yeah, of you course, guys weren't that I, happy about that course, scene. Know. Like, I love that scene in Justice the post crazy. I was like, yo, that's crazy. I didn't dislike that scene. I was like, yo, you know, Lex coming in with the yacht. I was like, yo, we're getting old school Lex Luthor. You know, Deathstroke. <laughs> like, I mean, I'm not. I like. I mean, Justice League. I didn't really like that much, so I wasn't that excited for like, a Justice League <laughs> sequel. But like. Of all, the, it, I've seen much worse post credits. I mean, th- I told you guys, and it would have fit that narrative if you would have done the same thing. Yeah, I told you guys this after we left the theater. But to me, I wonder. I feel like at some point, that was pro- the plan. Probably in the writers' room, they wrote in Lex Luthor in that scene, and maybe it changed. I feel like it's too obvious that Lex would be the one to save him. Um, they decided not to go with that route, and I think that would have been a much more realistic future for that character. Because, like I talk about, I don't know if he can be a lead villain. I mean, I think they're going to try it, but I don't think, I don't, I'm not 100% convinced he could be a lead villain in a 
Aquaman sequel. But if they did a Justice League sequel and he were amongst the League of the Legion of Doom, mm-hmm. that would make all the sense in the world. And I wouldn't I wouldn't feel like oh he's out of his league. Or I don't know if I don't know if he's capable of this. Yeah, I would be like he's a, he's a legitimate threat. But and he he already has a he, a big history with Aquaman, so it would make plenty of sense. But now, I mean, this uh, the Randall Park, uh, his character. I guess he's evil. Well, the thing is that Stephen Shin in the comics, I think, is like an ally of Aquaman. Right. Which doesn't mean he still isn't. I mean, yeah. It, I mean, it's not like Black Manta could be using just using him. Right. Which he definitely is. Uh, and maybe using him and threatening him with helping him, you know. So we'll see how that whole shakes out. Uh, I'm trying to think of other big moments. Uh, what would you, how do we think how the movie kind of wrapped up in the end? I feel like the last that the last act was very uh, satisfying. I had no problems with it. It's, sad, it's action packed. I mean, the 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 visuals are gonna crazy. Um, Aquaman on you know on in that suit riding those animals using those animals to his benefit I mean it just all that and stuff I, felt like that, I felt like I felt like I was watching a DC animated movie by that battle, by that last battle with Orm I was so I was completely invested completely invested 100% yeah yeah they um yeah they, throughout the movie they just set up a lot of things that um like even this is maybe like late second act early third act but like even him like meeting his mom was like something that set up throughout the whole movie. Yeah. So that when it happened, it felt like you know it was a, I thought I got a good payoff for that. Mm-hmm. Um, that they were build, they kept building up to that. Um, I, I mean, I wasn't. I, I've, I think we again it was a little predictable. Like we knew she was still alive, so it was like crazy. But like, didn't necessarily. Yeah, I was know surprised that they kind of played up the whole she's dead thing. So I was like, we all know she's not right. I feel like they even told us she's not. That seems a little weird. Well, no, the the dad kept saying she's not dead. No, I mean like in the build up to the movie, like in like the run up. The oh, oh, right, right, right. Like I don't understand it wasn't that she was dead. And when they said that, I was like, I don't, I don't think. It's dead. And when they said that, when they said what they said in the movie, I was like, I don't believe them. Yeah. They've given Nicole Kidman way too much promo. Yeah, I mean, you don't cast not, Nicole Kidman for her to be in like yeah two scenes, or for her to be like a ghost or something. <laughs> you know, like. <laughs> I, so I think we and historically she's not dead, but um, though it was very uh, Ant Man Wasp is interesting. Is like almost the same. Interesting. I mean, similar, similar. I mean, weren't almost those, those like imp- wanted to sacrifice themselves, but it was still like yeah. Uh, weren't those like I fought imp- all, I've been fighting off this like impossible situation for years. Right. Weren't those, like, in production at the same time? Yeah, I don't think anyone stole from anyone. I'm just saying that it was ironic that, like... Oh, yeah. I'm like, that's exactly the same, pretty yeah. much. But, yeah. like, they took a, a an older actress who is well-known, who's been in these kind of movies. Yeah. It was kind of crazy. I was like, yo, that's crazy how they both did... They had a similar same idea. I, I did not think anyone was stealing. I just thought that that was funny. Right. The, um... Yeah, I thought that it was, uh... Yeah, I thought it was predictable, but... It didn't like overall. It didn't kill. Like it still was a it was a positive when when she showed up. Yeah, I guess yeah, it was fine. I liked I I I liked Nicole Kidman. 
uh, in this movie. Though again, I you know I just feel like this movie, you know, Aquaman is the only really larger than life character. I feel like maybe they needed someone else. We didn't really. Everyone's performance is so muted. I just I'm hoping that you know Black Panther has the potential to be that, but he was he wasn't a big enough character to to bring right. that to this movie. Yeah, he was honestly the character that had like the most Kimmy's energy. Character like her direction is very muted. Mira is very muted. Orm is very muted when I don't think he should have been at all. Volko. Volko is very muted. It's like, they just need someone to bring a, the intensity word, I think is a great word. Someone to bring more intensity to this. Because, um, uh, to me, the action and, like, the drama warrants it. It wasn't like, oh, this is a bland movie, so, like, this is why they made me. Like, no, this, this is a very high emotion, high intense movie. Mm-hmm. Where is that energy? Uh, it was a very... I, mean, I think a lot of performances were low energy. I wish we could have got... Except besides Momoa, who is just being himself. I think the vibe they were going with for the Atlanteans was very much, and going back to the fantasy thing, very, very kind of elf-like. True. In terms of their like kind of regality towards really everything. So I think that's what they were going with the the kind of lower tone of all the characters. And like you mentioned, the two characters that were like that were the two from Earth. Yeah, you know, Manta and, Manta and Aquaman. And, yeah, it's a good point. <laughs> you know, like, but it's clear that they had a like Schmart said a tone, a theme that they were going for with the Atlantean. That's fair. Um, I think we talked about everything we were pretty much need to talk about with this. You guys want to do grades now? I'll go to Kendall first. Uh, I'll give this movie a solid seven point seven. You know, it's a good movie. Uh, not spectacular. Uh, it's a win. It's a win for uh, DC. Um, I think they've kind of, DC's gotten to the point now where I remember before, like, like every movie I used to predict, like, oh, it's going to be one. Because of DC, you know, chances are, I mean, more times than not, their movies were bad. Damn. Now we've had two straight movies, well, not two straight. Two out of three. Two out of three. Justice League. Justice League was kind of one where I kind of rolled off, like, hey, this, is, this will probably be bad. But we've had two out of three now that have been, I mean, very good. Or at least good. One was great for in mo- many people's eyes. So, like, I have a growing confidence now that going forward, DC will continue to put out. I'll, I'll have m- less skepticism, more optimism going forward for DC movies, starting with Shazam. Again, I mentioned in the show, I earlier in the show, I find it hard to believe that movie will be terrible. And I have a growing optimism and confidence that that movie will be good. So, and... A lot of that's because of what we saw from Wonder Woman and Aquaman. What are you, Sean? Uh, I give this an 8.8. 8.8? 8. 8. I, <laughs> I, I like this movie a lot. I don't I mean, it sounds like you do. Yeah. I mean, that's what I'm saying. Like, I like this movie a lot. I'll be honest, you know? though. I think a lot of I mean, what I've seen, I, I think a lot of fans are going to like this movie. I think a lot of fans, I mean, the, I, I just feel like this is a movie that, like, because it, it's not, there's nothing that's, like, overly, again, overtly offensive about it. For anyone, that's why I don't understand really all the negative reviews. To be honest, I'm like, okay, I get what some of you guys are saying, but I think to say the movie is bad, I think is going too far. Like I see where like, yeah, this is kind of cookie cutter. Like they they could have done more. Like I said, I think a lot of left a lot of me on the bone, a lot of runnings and scoring position, so to speak. But but I feel like a lot of fans are liking this. Like right now, I think the cinema score amongst fans is not eight minus. So you're right along there. Yeah, I mean, I just I thought it was a very good movie. Like, I thought the action was... It's a superhero movie. It's an action movie. It's an action fantasy movie. Uh, the fantasy hit elements hit 
Although the action elements hit, and I was engaged from beginning to end, so I, I was satisfied. Yeah, I think this movie. If it, I think this movie is not. It's not trying to be like an overly uh, Oscar-worthy dramatic type of film. It's not going yeah. for that. And Juan, Juan doesn't. He doesn't, he doesn't do, do those kind of movies. <laughs> so this kind of is what it is. I'm gonna go seven point five. Um, it's a good movie. It's pretty good. Uh, it's enjoyable. Like I said, the first twenty minutes is the only part where I was like really annoyed. But for the rest of it, I, I know I sat there and I watched it, and some of it was not. Some of it I really, really, really liked. Some of it I was like, okay, that's okay. Um, overall, though, as a as a overall piece of art, I mean, I think it was pretty solid. Um, I gotta give DC credit and James Wan and all the people over there uh, for for doing this. Man, this is a, a task, and I'm curious. Because this movie, you know, it did well in the box office this weekend, sixty-eight million. That's a really solid weekend for Aquaman to me and for Warner Brothers with where they're sitting right now. Um, and they did great; they've done great overseas, so they're gonna make money on this movie. Um, so I guess for me, it's gonna be how do they approach a sequel? Because that's not an easy movie to do. It took them a very long time to do this one. Remember, this movie got pushed back. Like multiple times, mm-hmm. so I, I I don't know. I'd be fascinated to see how quickly they do a sequel, or, or when, how, in what iteration do we see Aquaman again? Yeah, I mean, clearly trying to set something up with the post credits. Yeah, I mean, they're not. They they clearly were hoping that this would not be the the end, but they, they send some notes. They, so, they have so much stuff on their plate in terms of like other movies that they they're trying to do. And I wonder where does Aquaman fit? Where does Aquaman two fit in all that? One thing with the post credits is that I felt like they also didn't make it like, they didn't make it too pointed what they were trying to do. You know, they gave no, it was us vague. It was still vague. Very enough. vague. It was just like, like I want to get Aquaman. Yeah, Manta's still alive, yeah. which I mean, we didn't think he was dead. He's still angry at Aquaman, which you kind of assume. And all we know is that the the uh, the Asian doctor is you know Randall Park's character is gonna play some sort of factor. You know, like he'll probably be in a sequel, but. I mean, beyond that, sometimes you'll get a post-credit scene like Green Lantern where, you know, Sinestro gets the ring. You're like, whoa. Yeah. I mean, we know what a sequel's about. <laughs> you know, like, this one is a little bit more, uh, they could, I think they they could not have to, they don't, they don't have to tell a black man to story. No, I think they did that on purpose. Yeah. Because I think they, they, they didn't know, they don't know what the future holds. They still don't know what the future holds, I don't think. Yeah. I think they were trying to do, I think they had to see what this was going to be. Like, how the reception was gonna yeah. be, what kind of movie was gonna, what kind of money was gonna make, and and then they really couldn't decide until then, yeah. you know. So and I don't think Juan, I think Juan even said, you know, I don't think he outright said I don't want to do a sequel, but I think he was like, eh, I don't know about that. Yeah, that, that's a tall <laughs> order, man, and we know this was a, a stressful project for him. So, I, yeah, I don't know if he's running to do a sequel in two years. I, that would surprise me, to be honest. Right. I, I don't I don't know if we're seeing Juan do the second movie. Which it could be wouldn't be all, would, it, it, it it could be very bad for the action, but maybe it would be better for other elements that I wasn't crazy about. Sometimes the grass isn't greener. No, that's true too. You know, so it's we'll see what happens, man. But uh overall I, I you know, I, I did enjoy this movie. Right now it's made over four hundred million worldwide. Uh, that's a really great number. Uh, it came out earlier in other, you know, right. 
places. That's why that number is so large. You know, it had a $70 million opening weekend. But, that's a re again, that's a good number, I think, to me. $70 million for Aquaman in December for a, a franchise that had been struggling so much. That's not bad. And I saw someone say this online. I do think it was smart for them to release it other places before America. I think it got the goodwill of the people to go see it because the word earlier was that it was good, that these other places were liking it. So I think that, that good press helped them to by the time this movie was coming out and the week of the reviews, you see that little mix. But I don't think it was enough to really halt their opening weekend. And if I was DC, I would continue to do this um, to maybe thwart, you know, the opinions of the critics, you know, tanking their 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 rank their uh their um box office. I'm curious to see what it does in the second weekend. But now we do have what I think is a mixed no no question is a mixed bag of reviews. Right now it's barely uh fresh on Rotten Tomatoes. It's at like sixty four percent. It'll probably stay there. I don't think it'll dip below sixty. But that's I mean that's 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 very that's very mixed, <laughs> you know. So I'm wondering how that affects the the, the future uh, outlook of the movie, but man, I I enjoyed it. I hope they I hope they do a sequel. I do want to see how they continue the story with these characters, and I'm hoping that with it, with a, some with a better screenplay uh, and some better writing, that some of the things I had issues with they can go to the next level with in in a, in a second one. Um, but I do want to talk about Titans. Uh, we got the finale of that show. It was called Dick Grayson. This episode was weird. Already man. the first problem. Huh? <laughs> no, already the first problem. Right. So yeah, Finale okay. of Titans, Fin Dick Grayson. Finale of Titans called Dick Grayson. Okay. So we're, we're taking, you know, we, we, last, we left the last episode <laughs> with, do we even talk about the last episode? No. Nah. We didn't talk about the last few episodes. Yeah. Oh, I didn't even think about that. Um, I mean, I'm not going to go through all the last episodes. Yeah. I mean, if you've really, seen that. But like, but basically, you know, we're left with, uh, well, I thought it was a, a pretty decent last few episodes, to be honest. Uh, the episode before, the Hawk and Dove one, which I thought was very horror-themed, I thought was well-executed. Um, that that uh, that episode felt like something straight out of a horror movie. How they introduced the introduction to Trigon. Um, very eerie, very, you know, very well done. Some of the stuff, uh, the Starfire stuff, I think, fell a little flat. You know, taking her away from the action, having her kind of learn about herself, but not really, still having to put so many pieces together, which is, I think is going to be a, a theme for how we feel about how the season ended. I kind of was wanting more, and they, they only were kind of scratching the surface of who Corey is. But I thought the stuff at the house all was well executed extremely well. Um, the Hawk and Dove episode had nothing to do with the finale, but it it was fine. It was I thought it was a, a good story. Learn more about Hank and, and Dawn and kind of why they are how they are. Um, I just again I just wish that that could have been an episode they maybe played a little earlier in the season. I don't know how you feel, guys. Talk about those two episodes before we get to the finale. I like the Hawk and Dove episode. Mm -hmm. um, it very much deviated from the main plot all out of it um but i thought the drama was actually good i was, was excellent yeah yeah i was i was uh i ended up caring a lot about 
what was happening to Hank. Yeah, <laughs> that's the actor to play Hank I thought was fantastic. Yeah, I thought he did a great job. And there were parts of his story, like with him growing up and on the football team and all that crazy stuff. That was, that, that was, yeah. I did not see coming. I was like, I did not expect to see this on the show. Because <laughs> I remember early, I mean, even in like the, the promotion of the show, I mean, this goes way back to, remember when Titans was supposed to be on TNT? TNT yeah. And it was Blackbirds and they were like, yo, Hawk and Dove's going to be in the show. Yeah. I was like, why can't we just get traditional Teen Titans? Why, why, we, need to, why we need to have Hawk and Dove? <laughs> and then they, they said, oh, they're going to be in Titans. It's going to be great. And I'm like, they just feel so out of place. And then we saw the first couple of episodes, Hawk and Dove's in it, and they still feel extremely out of place. Yeah. I don't care about their characters at all. I'm like, whatever. You know, clearly they have some some history with Dick Grayson, but, you know, some love triangle thing, whatever. I don't care. Move on. And now this episode, also because one episode, I agree with EJ, maybe it was misplaced. They probably could have had it earlier. It could have had the same effect, but... Yeah. I now, like, care about the Hawk and Dove characters way more yeah, than I ever yeah. did. Great. You know, like, now if they show up again, which I assume they will, it'll have a much different meaning than when they did before. When they did before, it was like, oh, cool. All right. All right. Well, this is a cool cameo. Yeah, it was like, oh, this is interesting, you know. But now it's like, oh, wow. Like, I know that character's, like, I feel like I know that character's entire backstory, entire life in, like, one episode. Um, so I give them credit for that. Because I feel like that was necessary if they wanted to keep using those characters. Because if they did continue to use those characters without this episode, I, every time I would have rolled my eyes. Yeah. Like, why are they on screen? Why are we wasting time with these two characters? Now, part of me wants to go back and watch them again. And be like, oh, now I have an t- entirely different meaning for what I saw with these characters before. Yeah, right. and I thought, like, showing the dynamic of Hank and his brother. I wanted more of that, the original Dove. Yeah, and how they infused him in the story. I mean, oh man, there was some good stuff in that episode. Again, I just wish it wasn't when they had it. So I brought us to the finale, which was Dick Grayson. Um, it's it's a episode that takes place almost entirely in a fantasy world, um, where Dick Grayson kind of has the life that I think he thinks he could have now that he's left Batman. I think this world that Trigon built for him was essentially. This is the life that you think that you should have now that you've left Batman. And this life includes him with him being married to Dawn, having a kid, another kid on the way, living in sunny L.A., Los Angeles, California, you know, sitting in his pool, got the money, got the lifestyle, everything's great. And uh, we see that world kind of slowly deteriorate around him uh, because of Batman. You know, Jason Todd pulls up in a wheelchair saying that, you know, you guys stop Batman. I've been shot, so I can't stop him. You guys stop him because he's he's gone off the deep end. Now that uh, Alfred's dead and Barbara's gone and missing, like, he's going out and he's going to kill the Joker. He's had enough. So it kind of takes Dick on this wild goose chase to try to find Batman. Yeah. Go ahead, Kano. Well, I was going to ask. Obviously, the story is wild, but at what point did you guys realize or think that this was not a that the, that this was a dream? From the very beginning, from the very 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 beginning. beginning. As soon as that kid jumps in the pool, I'm like, honestly, I think him in the pool. Yeah, him in the pool. Like, like to yeah. me, I thought maybe this is a flashback, but then once the kid came, I was like, okay, no, this is all. Made yeah, up. 
Yeah, from that point on, like you were like one hundred, you were like you were operating as if like hundred percent, everything was happening. I was like, this is not, this is fake. None of this is real. I, I mean, obviously, I considered it. There was like a part of me that like was like, did they just flash forward? Yeah, yeah, I think that maybe like like twenty percent of me was like, maybe they just um, decided to flash forward. It was weird until um, Jason Todd showed up in a wheelchair, which I saw in the trailer anyway. Right. So I was like, see, I thought that maybe you know, that was the story they wanted to tell Jason Todd. I thought maybe because remember we maybe. talked about we talked about on the show like yeah. you know how are they gonna do Red Hood, you know how are they gonna, are they gonna jump forward like what are they gonna do with that character? I thought maybe it's the jump. Yeah, so you know like, maybe I guess he's married to Dove. You know I mean I don't I don't know, but like yeah. for me it was when like I mean when Batman was wilding out that's when I was like this has to be fake. You know this really it took you that yeah, long, it took really? me a while like. So, where I was like one hundred percent like. I remember they had those little like warps in reality yeah. throughout the episode where like things kind of like warp. He kind of like what, and then he realized that things are weird. Right. Or like so. So you believe also, it isn't when... Trigon in? He's the cop. Yeah, he's the cop. So that also didn't tip you off. I mean, I, 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 I don't. I like. I forgot what Trigon looked like. You know, he oh, probably yeah, like blended Trigon's in. Just a regular dude. He's only he's a that regular kinda, dude. That kind of threw me off too. I was like, isn't that Trigon? But I was like, I like so right. like the actor was not like somebody that I, you I mean, know, paid we, attention to. We saw him for a very short period of time. Yeah, we showed him very two episodes shortly. ago. So I was kind of yeah. like, didn't it? It went over my head that he was even yeah. even in the episode. Yeah. But did you believe it when like Jason Todd was like, uh, the old. Uh, the, Joker killed Gordon, you know. I thought maybe this is Batman's a, gonna this kill. Is a, this show is wild anyway. Batman's gonna kill the Joker. I'm just like, this is this can't be real. like even for this show. I'm like, this is yeah. Weird. I'm like, I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, there's no way. I was like, yo, maybe this is some bizarre world. I, I mean, I didn't like it. I was like, I don't, I don't like this world they're setting up. Man. I don't like it. But there was part of me. I was like, probably like eighty percent, twenty percent. Like, it's fake to it's real. I mean, I was like that until... And it continued to go down. Yeah, I was like that until Jason Todd showed up. And he's all telling all this horror story. I'm like, there's no... No, nah, this is all... Just the most unbelievable things. part was, like EJ said, the fact that he had a kid with Dove was like... This made no sense. Yeah, no, yeah. I was Immediately, I was like, yeah, no, this is all fake. So I see where this goes. My thing is, I'm hoping... Because that would have took me way whole, out of the episode. The whole episode, I'm hoping, like, at some point, okay, snap out of it. When are you gonna get <laughs> yeah, I remember we were watching together. You were like, yeah. "How much time is left?" We were like, thirteen minutes." You're like, and we were still in the dream. You're like, "Dad." Yeah, and that's why I said that. I'm like, "Yo, please tell me this is like a long episode where it's like an hour and a half or something." You know, sometimes like Game of Thrones they see the finale is like an hour and fifteen minutes. Like, maybe this is a longer episode. So it's thirteen minutes left. I'm like, "This is a whole episode <laughs> of not something that's not real." Because that would have, like I said, that would have taken me way out of the episode if I knew in the, right in the beginning, like. Well, dream. That, okay. Well, Kendall, well, yeah. now you know how Nine, me Smart yeah, felt exactly. watching this episode. At least I was like, I had some, I had a little bit of like intrigue of like, is this real? Like, whoa, whoa. And then it wasn't. I mean, my, the only intrigue I had was just like, who could we possibly see in this episode? Because my thing, okay, right. it's fake. Like, okay, we saw a Joker. I'm like, okay, that's kind of crazy. Like, could we see? We saw Harvey Dent. I'm like, right. I'm like, all right, who else could we see? Could we see Penguin? Could we see Mr. Freeze? I mean, I, I thought anyone was possible. So that, that was the only thing that kept me in. Was like, okay, who could pull up in Gotham City? And I mean, we had our we had our cameos. We got to see Scarface, um, and we got to see Dent. But like, none of them alive. Those things would have <laughs> been better, dead. honestly. Like, ten years ago, before we got Gotham. Now that we have Gotham, we get all these Batman villains on TV. And we're getting Bane. Just, now we're getting Bane. You know. <laughs> you know, so like, 
the Easter eggs don't hit me nearly as hard as they would have ten years. I think, but I think the idea, like all all the villains we're seeing, are like no baby Batman villains. Yeah, like like if we would have seen Harvey Dent, Two Face in his prime, like or one of them people in his, that would have been crazy to me. Right. right. So like that was kind of keeping me in, but we never. never I mean, like the Easter eggs don't do it. Was that like the Easter eggs of like showing like the Joker's like body, but not showing his face? Like when we have like Jerome, who's like I mean, Jeremiah. he is the Joker. Or, yeah, basically. Jeremiah, who's like you know the best, one of the better Jokers we've ever seen. It's like, I mean, you know, a, a Joker mannequin doesn't doesn't get me that excited, you know? Or like when we've seen as many Two Faces as we've seen at this point, you know? Yeah, that I'm can't, a, yeah. Do as much. I'm gonna keep this 100. Uh, this was a terrible finale. Yeah, it was a terrible finale. It was terrible. I think that's that's that wording is important. Um, because I don't think it's a terrible episode. Yes, exactly. Right. The episode is what it is. It's a fine. It's a fine episode. It's a episode. They wanted yeah. to do it this way. They wanted to tell this crazy story. Um, I know some people are like really like kind of mortified by like that Batman scene. He's killing everybody. I'm not because I, I knew the whole joint was fake. So, right. so my thing was like, oh, by yeah. that point, I think yeah, we're like, I look, if Batman out. wanted to kill people, he could kill people, as we've seen, <laughs> as we've seen in Batman v Superman, he could be very effective. So seeing him kill those people, I'm like, oh yeah, if he wanted to do that, he could do that, and he'd be probably the best in the world at it. So it was kind of crazy, but I was like, all right, yeah, this is what it would be like. Um, but I, but I think as a, again as a finale, I don't know, it, it doesn't give me anything. I think to, to, to it. it they saying, you know, it was weird. I gotta pull up the quote from the story, the showrunner. Cause I saw this quote earlier this week, and I almost could not believe it. But How crazy was it when they when? Thank you for by the way, segue while I'm looking for something. Right, yeah, I was, <laughs> that was a perfect segue. We're getting better at this, people. <laughs> but yeah, go ahead. How crazy was it when, um, you know, they pull up on at Arkham, and like, you know, Batman. He's gone off the deep end. He didn't just stop at the prisoners. All the nurses, all yeah, the aides. That, yeah, at that point, that again, that's what I was like, like yeah, "What? Yeah, that Batman killed all the nurses." He's that makes just like and no, but you know what? Like when that happened, and this is something I was gonna say was like, I what I didn't like about this episode is I feel like they didn't do a good enough jo- a good enough job of explaining. Batman, like, just losing. Like, just killing yeah, everybody. Why would he kill everybody? Is, is, like, is Batman, like, was he, is he mentally ill? Is Bruce Wayne mentally ill? Like, I don't know. That's not something Bruce that Bruce is, they, like, at his computer watching Dick at the clock. Yeah. It's like, you're killing everybody. And I, you, I understand what? they tried to do some symbolism. You know, they didn't want to, like, they had an actor playing him. They didn't want to have, like, a real actor playing him. You're just a stunt guy. But, like, if you're gonna give us Bruce Wayne, I didn't like all like the shadowy Batman, shadowy Bruce Wayne stuff. <laughs> it was just stupid. Yeah. I'm like, just give me Batman. Just I don't want to see a, a shadow of Bruce Wayne watching Robin at a computer. Yeah, like at what point? Like <laughs> at what point? DC, the people doing the movies or whatever, they gotta just get past this. Yeah, just give up the reins. Because if you're letting them go this far, just let them just show Batman. Let them cast a Batman and just let them do the freaking job. Like, it, it, we don't need. We don't need Batman. Like we don't need a Batman show. Right. We don't yeah. need Batman in every but episode. Like, yeah. But like, if you're yeah. gonna do this, give him, just give him <laughs> a guy in a suit. Let let me see the guy's face. It's not that big. A <laughs> it would have added way more to this episode. It's like, what are you? What are you withholding by making me not see Batman's face? <laughs> 
It's like just show, just, just showing his face is gonna be like, why do I need to see a movie? Yeah, like, come on, like that's not gonna make you just like, oh, I never want to see a Batman movie Wait, ever oh, in my life. That Batman is way better than Ben Affleck. He's over, he's way better. I don't want to see. I don't care what Matt Reeves is doing. I'm done. I don't need to see any more Batman. That's all I had to see. Uh, you guys better not make a Batman movie. You're not getting my money. I mean, nobody, <laughs> nobody what? thinks like that. And the fact that they DC keeps doing this is annoying. It's dumb. Yeah, it doesn't make sense. Because my, my thing is, they just don't have them put Batman in the show. And what's funny is, they don't think like this with regards to Superman whatsoever. I, exactly. Which doesn't make any sense. Well, Because they don't value... No, yeah. Well, it makes sense because they don't value Superman. Well, I mean... Well, what's yeah, strange is like... That doesn't make sense, but that's why they're doing it. Yeah. And like with Superman... They, I mean, they had a whole Superman show. I, I mean, they had Smallville. Whoa. And then they added him, obviously, to the Arrowverse. Clearly, I think they've they put more... They, they've loosened up, as I think they saw, the, the future of Cavill waning. So maybe that was part of it as well, where they were like, all right, you do whatever you want with Superman. He's got no future. Whereas Batman, yeah, I think... Yeah, at first he was, he was just... I am Yeah, remember, he was a shadowy super figure, girl. too. Like, yeah, he's super, super, super fast messaging. You know? <laughs> Kara like, like takes like uh, two minutes to write a message, and Clark writes back in three seconds. Uh, two seconds. <laughs> like think how think like, about how, how much that added to Supergirl having like we we forget about it now, but that, that was so stupid. That was ma- yeah. But like at now having a face, it's massive to now. Superman and a voice to Superman just adds way more. It's only like two or three episodes he shows up. That's season, all we needed. But that's all we needed. Yeah. And and I'm not now. It's not like I'm not like. I don't need any more Man of Steel. <laughs> I don't want to see another Superman movie. Yeah, no, no, I yeah. would love we to all, see We it. all were like, it's out and outraged that they're not doing another Superman movie. Yeah. yeah. So, like, they need to stop that. That thing is it's ridiculous. It doesn't make any sense. It's going to hurt the Batwoman show. It's going to hurt the Batwoman show if they do this. It's, it, I think it hurt Titans this week that they did that ridiculous nonsense. Just... You're paying Greg Berlanti half a billion dollars <laughs> to make your television yeah, give shows. him, Give him all the toys. Give him all of his toys, man. <laughs> like, and it's not like, I mean, again, you gave them Superman. Some of the issues also is like, oh, like, well, what, does, what will this character look like in live action? Batman can look great in a live action yeah. TV show. Oh, yeah. He's perfect for television. He should be on television. Superman is actually much harder to do. Like, exactly. Yeah. Like, the idea that, oh, we can't do Batman, really, because that, that could look Trash. They so gave him a suit. The suit looked fine. In yeah, suit. he, he looked, looked great. He looked fine. He looked, he looked great. He looked, he looked great. Why are they doing <laughs> this? So I don't know. That that really took me out. But yeah, this episode was not a a, a, a good season finale. Um, it was the worst possible. It didn't advance the story. Yeah. more than like two minutes. Yeah, yeah, it, yeah, it, 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 yeah. You're right. It, the advancement of the story is literally a couple minutes. We we ended two episodes ago. Grayson running into the house. And we end with him. I guess he's been taken over, and he's given into the dark side. Um, which we see by the end, he makes the decision that he has to take out Batman and kill him and and, and succumb to the darkness. And it's only when he succumbs to the darkness that Trigon is willing to take him in to the quote unquote family. In these under only under these circumstances, uh, I don't know. I I, I mean I just don't. I, they handled the end of this. This was not handled end of well. the season, just because this is a season that Titans as a show has been way better than I thought it would be. I think it's way way better than anyone thought it would be who's watched. Like it. consistently week in and week out, the quality of the show is much higher than I would have anticipated. Oh, absolutely! After seeing the trailers, but they shot themselves in the foot on many occasions where I'm like, "This is a good show," but just 
poor production of how they wanted to order things. We talked about the placement of the Hawk and Dove episode, the placement of this episode. You know, it's only 11 episodes, and they pace themselves very weird. A lot of times, nothing's happening. It's just bizarre. I'm sorry, AJ. What were we going to say? Yes, I pulled that? up the quote. Because this quote, and everybody who's seen the quote keeps saying, what are they talking about? And it's scary. But they asked the showrunner, uh, Greg Walker, about the fact that we don't see the Titans ever come together. <laughs> really? <laughs> like, and the season ends very weird. And his quote from this article was that he thinks that it's, quote, more interesting to watch them trying to form a team and being pulled apart than watching them actually be a team and fight together. That's cool, Greg. It's cool that you think that. What? But, I mean, he has a right this, to his, he has a right to his own the, opinion. Let me say this, though. This confirmed exactly what I said, I think, the first time we reviewed Titans. But remember what I said was when, we watched, when I watched this show... It's like they're it's like they're 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 doing a show that they want to do, and they they're saying to hell with the fans, like like they're not making a Titan show that the fans would like. They're like, no, like what I want to give you. When why won't you just do give the people what they want? This is confirming that. He's saying that he thinks it's more interesting to watch them fight and not become a team and struggle than actually come together and fight as a team. Right. No one thinks that. Yep. He thinks that. But that's from an artistic standpoint. But there's art there's there's artistic standpoint for being art there's art for being artistic sake. And then there's trying to entertain people. Which at the end of the day you're trying to entertain people. That to me read a that to me read very much like <coughs> an artist statement about just like how they want to do their art. And they're not worried about other people. They're like, this is more interesting to me. But it's like you're not thinking about what the fans would want. No, Like, no one who cares about the Teen Titans, cares about Grayson, cares about Starfire, Beast Boy, or Raven, wanted to see this journey. Now, we, but, and we say that all while also saying that they've executed it pretty well. Right. We None of us hated it this season. But this that statement is like, that's exactly my point. Like, okay, that was fine, but you still didn't give the people what they wanted, and I don't know what the long game is to doing it this way. So I saw that, and I, I could, I mean, I could believe it, because I'm like, well, this kind of confirms everything I said, but I saw I, I can't believe he admitted that. I mean, it kind of reminds me of, um, it kind of reminds me of Smallville, in that just the concept of the show is that, okay, the, you're never going to see Superman on the show you're going to see clark kent you know develop his powers and develop you know the relationships that superman eventually has but you're not going to see superman on the show but that was the point of the show you know yeah. that was the show same, titans same with gotham yeah it's the exact same thing with gotham you know um titans um that's not the show is called Titans. It's called Titans. It's People not are called, expecting it's not called team, Grayson or Beast Boy yeah. or anything. Or even like Young Justice or right. or something else that would imply that they're not a team yet. Right, exactly. You know? But Titans, calling it Titans. And that branding is a, that is a team. It, that's the name of the That'd team. That'd be like if you did X-Men. 
and they never the X Men never exactly. fall. Like if the gifting was called X Men, we'd be like, "What is this? <laughs> this is not the X Men." Well, we're trying to watch them become X Men in this three is, seasons. It's more interesting seeing them fight together, fight and struggle before they become X Men, and actually showing them be the X Men. We'd all say that is insane. Why would you say that? Yeah. That's why I look at this quote. I'm like, "This is insane. This makes no sense." And they marketed them as a team. With you know the right. the posters, they show all four yeah. of them. Oh, you know these are the main characters. Um, I mean, this show is nothing. I think what we expected. Like this show, it talked about. I talked about the pace. Like, remember we talked about what we thought going into this show. We thought we talked about how we thought this season this season went. We thought oh they probably revealed Trigon, which they kind of did to, for the most part. Yeah, I th- I think they did. Yeah, that's, that's basically that's strike. Yeah, I mean like, I mean like they did it like. It didn't do it the last episode. I, I, I would have expected it to be in the last episode a little earlier. But, um, and we thought, I mean, Robin would become Nightwing. I mean, he, he didn't touch a Nightwing costume. No. You know, maybe that'll be season two. But, um, he did Grace is just Grace. You know, like, he's no Robin. He gave up the Robin mantle. Not Nightwing. I don't know what he is. Like, he's just Grayson. But in a show that's called Titans. How can you do such a poor disservice to three fourths of the team? Yeah, that was embarrassing. Honestly. I mean, I mean, we got nothing from Starfire and nothing from Beast Boy, and all we got from Raven is just her terrified about what's happened. The, the last episode, and they like, did not, they did nothing. How do you do nothing biggest, with three fourths of the team? The and bi- you, the show is called Titans. The the biggest knock I've seen on this show, I mean, there's a lot of knocks, but one of the bigger knocks I've seen on this show is it's too focused on Dick Grayson. Some people say you should call it a Dick Grayson show with three, three you know, supporting characters. And this episode should have been, if you're going to focus on anybody, it should have been Raven. Absolutely. Like, you could have titled, titled the episode Raven and done whatever you want to do with her character at the center, given the way the... the the plot is yes. heading towards with Trigon, Trigon being the is, villain. Trigon is on Earth. So, like, the fact that you want to deviate and tell a Dick Grayson story with the rest of them not in the picture makes no sense. Not if you're not moving the plot along, which they didn't do at all. I, I mean, look, we you love Dick Grayson, EJ. I love Dick you know, Grayson. I, I, you know, I've been, yes. I'm, I'm a fan of Nightwing as well. I think we all like Dick Grayson. This show, if if you wanted to give me a Dick Grayson show, just give me a Nightwing show. But I don't need to. I expected a Titan show, and we got and similar to how Teen Titans the cartoon would do, like we got a Doom Patrol episode that really was centrally focused on Beast Boy, and that was good. You know, we got. I mean, Starfire. I don't really got like an episode focused on her story or backstory yet, but we've gotten episodes with her. Um... We got, obviously we had plenty of episodes with Raven as the focus, but like, again, like you guys mentioned, the biggest fault is that we haven't really had them be the Teen Titans, or be the Titans, and that's something that I don't know if we'll see next season. I would hope we see Yeah, I I don't know. There's no guarantee where they are right now. Yeah. We have a new, I mean, we we know Superboy is going to be a a factor. What do we think of that after credit scene? I, I mean, like it was the best part of the episode. Yeah, honestly, I agree. <laughs> um, but now I'm like afraid. It, I'm, I'm af- honestly, I'm afraid though, because it's like, 
how are they gonna how is this guy gonna be infused in the storyline? They can barely handle four characters. Is he gonna They have four uh, characters and they focus only on one. Now they're adding another person that needs a lot of time. I'm excited. I think that they have um the way that they presented this world and that this is a very real like I feel like this is the most like realistic kind of adult themed version of the DC universe we've seen. Definitely. Kind of like what they're trying to do in or what they tried to do in the DCEU, but just better. You know. Um so I, I feel like more real. Yeah, it feels more real. Does it feels less like trying to be dark? Yeah. And just like this is just what it is. Yeah. So I feel like introducing Superboy and even Crypto in in that universe is I feel like they could do good things with that. Crypto's gonna be weird how they do them because, like I said, this feels very real. And to have a dog, you know, a Kryptonian dog could feel uh, out of place. But yeah, maybe that's gonna be like the joke where that's gonna be like the gimmick. Um, look forward to next year's uh, shadowy Superman figures. Yeah, <laughs> now that we have Superboy in the picture, yeah, no, I feel like, um, this, I mean. Th- this show has I, a, I, I have to see the guy with the, the guy with the red cape. I know. <laughs> Where's <man>. he at? <laughs> That's what's gonna be awkward about. Where's, like, where's Big Blue? Berlanti runs this, but he runs the CW stuff. They're not gonna cross over. I wouldn't assume. So, I don't think so. No. You know, obviously they can. I don't think they can. I mean, they can, but like, I mean, the, I'm, I'm the sure, tone I'm of sure the show. Berlanti's head. This is another Earth that. Yeah, it's technically in, in his, his verse, but, yeah. I, but I don't think we'll ever see this crossover. Yeah. Um, but no, I feel like... Until, like like EJ said, until they handle their own characters better, or their original characters better, I don't have that... I don't have supreme confidence that Superboy's gonna be great. Um, yeah, it's like, this, is a, this was overall a weird season for me, because I feel like it was decent, but I, I can't say how I feel about season two, that I'm optimistic. Because they can't do what they did this season again and keep me. And remember what the the original plan, from what I remember, about season two was we were going to get, and this kind of ties in what we were going to talk about after this, but Cyborg was going to be on Doom Patrol and that he would then play a factor in Titans, mm-hmm. potentially for a season two or seasons later down the road. I mean, are we going to get Cyborg next season? <coughs> Apparently they're gonna, f- yeah. Cyborg is definitely gonna be in the next season of Titans. Yeah, I don't know in what capacity, but he will show up in the next season. I right, guarantee right. you that. Like individually, uh, like maybe outside of the Doom Patrol. Yeah. Well, I mean, we'll talk about how we feel about how I feel <laughs> about Cyborg in a moment. Right. Right. Um, but do you have any last thoughts on on before we move on? Uh, do you have any last thoughts on the season? Overall, I like the season. I mean, I agree the finale didn't didn't work well. But the show itself is much, much better than I thought it would be. So I'm looking forward to season two. Uh, yeah, I mean, I would give this show a solid B. You know, like, it could have been better, given, you know, the quality of some of the episodes they told. But just just weird stuff with the, like, the pacing of the show and the, the placement of certain episodes and just ending on such a, a, a lame duck kind of note, yeah. you know, kind of... Hurts what could have been a very good season makes it kind of just solid. Um, but 
they still left a lot of things unsolved. You know, I mean, the fact that Trigon wasn't, I mean, not only is he still around, but, like, he they really didn't conflict with him. He hasn't done him. anything. Yeah, he hasn't done anything. Right. I mean, I was, like, I'm shocked. You know, if you would have told me, like, oh, yeah, you know, Trigon, like, isn't really going to be a, he's going to be a factor, but, like, he's not really going to He's not going to make conflict any with impact. the Titans. He's not going to make any real impact this season. I'd be like, well, then who does? Right. And, uh, I mean, that's the question. The is no one. No one. Right. You know, I feel like no like, one. It's just a bunch of stories that kind of goes nowhere. Yeah. Yeah. This season this season was okay, but. They didn't move the needle enough, like, forward. Yeah, but, yeah, this story definitely was not linear in a way that, that moves it forward enough to keep me interested. Uh, so I'm very worried about what season two is. <coughs> they can't do this again. I hope that they are more conventional with their storytelling moving forward. But quickly, before we can wrap up the show, what do we make of uh, the Doom Patrol teaser that we got? It gave us our first look at Cyborg and the whole team. Uh, Cyborg, of course, is the headliner in terms of our first look at him. Shamari, what did you, since you teased it so much, what did you make of Cyborg? Played by Jovian, uh, Joyvon Wade. Man, shout out to Joyvon Wade. Um, sure he's a good actor. Sure he's a very talented person. But... But this is a small cyborg. And Kenno, you told me this before and I was and I was That was the first I, thing I noticed, man. That was the first thing you noticed. And I had I well, I wouldn't say I wouldn't I wasn't doubting you, but I was like, look, I mean Ray Fisher was already kinda small. That's what I was thinking. I was yeah, like, like, he can't be that much you can't be that yeah, much small. Yeah, I was Fisher. like, how much how much smaller could he really be, you know? He is a small cyborg. You know. He looks like a starting point guard for an NBA team. <laughs> It's like, come on. Like, this is Cyborg. And, again, shout-out to Joey Von Wade. I'm not saying he's, like, not built or anything like that. I'm sure he's built. Shamari, you body-shaming you know? <laughs> Joe Von Wade on our podcast. Yeah, don't, you, yeah no. don't, let, uh, but, don't, um, don't let Grant Gustin hear you. <laughs> <laughs> he he, he wants all the smoke. <laughs> but it's just Cyborg is supposed to be huge, you know? Even before he became Cyborg. He's supposed to be a very, very large individual. It's part of his character. Yeah, he's a football player. He's a football player. A big football player. So I'm I am not happy with uh with this look at Cyborg. I mean the rest of the teaser, I mean it's the Doom Patrol. We saw the Doom Patrol and Titans. I like the Doom Patrol and Titans. So I am looking forward to this show. It's coming out in February. Yeah, yeah it comes out soon. soon. Um and then Swamp Thing comes out in April. So we haven't seen anything from that, but Driven yeah. Way, by the way, is five eight. Dude, that's what he looked. I'm, yeah, that's be what he looked. Like when, you know? like when I was when I was imagining him, I was like, he looks like your scat back running back, you know, in the NFL. It's like five eight, you know, Darren Sproles type Darren guy. Sproles, yeah. He looked like Darren Sproles type guy, which is like, I mean, I don't think when I think of cyborg, I don't think Darren Sproles. I don't think Darren Sproles. I think you know Antonio Gates, yeah, you know, or some guy, some probably guy, you know, like I don't know. I think Ray Lewis. I think, I think you're. Uh, I'm thinking like. Um, um, like, you know, Aaron Hernandez or something. <laughs> Hopefully not Aaron Hernandez. <laughs> Hopefully not Aaron Hernandez. <laughs> <laughs> you could have thought any of the whole Aaron Hernandez. <laughs> oh, Florida guy, man. What do you want me That's to say? That's true, yeah. yeah. Tim Tebow. I mean, there's a lot of white. So, a lot of Florida. Okay, Percy Harvin, any black Florida player. <laughs> that was me saying, yeah, I can't. I think he should look more like a Ray Carew. Reminds me of OG Simpson or something. Yeah, exactly. Reminds me of Mike Vick. <laughs> Oh, 
Uh, excuse all the all the football for anyone out there is not a sports fan, but sure, sure, I mean, that's been, you should have known all those names, even if you're not a football. Yeah, fan. At, at least at least Aaron Hernandez at the very least. Uh, OJ Simpson, everyone. Well, yeah, and OJ, well, at OJ. least OJ Simpson. But uh, <laughs> Jesus Christ, yeah, man. But I'm imagining a bigger, much bigger football player. Right, right. You know. <laughs> That that's the point that I'm trying to get across. Yo, if you told me before the show a football player is going to be named on this show, Aaron Hernandez would I, he wouldn't have been my 385th guest. Yeah, nah. Aaron, I haven't heard that name in a long time. Aaron Hernandez, man. R.I.P. You know, R.I.P. Aaron Hernandez. You know, um, yeah, I'm gonna leave that at that. Uh, <laughs> anything else I say? What do you think about Cyborg EJ? Um. Funny, the size thing didn't. Something I was like, something's weird here. Then you guys say he was small. I was like, that's what it is. Yeah, because because otherwise I was like, he looks okay. Um, the prosthetics I, I'm, I'm were fine. Didn't pick that up right away. The CGI, yeah, the prosthetics or were okay. I know people have complained that like it looks right. more like they put something on his head rather than it being fused <laughs> in his head. Yeah, it does. But like, Which it does. It's but TV. It's man. TV. It's TV. I, I, I don't like. <laughs> Some things we just gotta just live with, man. If this was Justice League, I mean, he was, <laughs> yeah, right, yeah, yeah. If this is Justice League, I'm like, nah, this is unacceptable. But for what it is, I'm like, <laughs> Doom Patrol? Nah, I don't yeah, know. it's yeah. It's I mean, literally, I, me and Shamari pulled up what Cyborg looked like on Smallville, and I, I, I mean, I thought that was crazy when we had Cyborg on Smallville, and yeah, he, he was just yeah, a he guy in, yeah. in a in a great in a great jumpsuit in a great jumpsuit. I'm literally looking at the picture right now. Look so. Like steel, so I mean, like, <laughs> yeah, I mean, come on. Come on, I mean, and that guy's also kind of small, so like, it shows we have evolved from like, you know, and our expectations have risen if we're blasting this cyborg. But at the same point, like, yeah, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna blast him for the prosthetic. Yeah, I mean, cyborg look. is supposed to be like a tank, like the idea like, that honestly, like, I don't think that like, we also we grew up in the, the Teen, Teen Titans, Titans era, where like they made they didn't make him huge. And much bigger than all of his Wait, peers. And where? The cartoon. Right. Oh, yeah, in the cartoon. But, he like, was, he was gigantic. That's how he is in, in the comic book. Yeah, in yeah. the comics, he's, Basically, he's large. He's very You know, like, he's, so he's a football player. Yeah. Like, so he's supposed to be big. And Titans, they, they like, the Teen Titans cartoon, like, went farther with it. Yeah, like, they made him, bigger. like, like But, like, but even in comics, he's tall, he's very, he's strong, he's very athletic, he's a bigger right. dude. So this guy, like, he's standing next to uh, Alaska, and he's, like, shorter than her. Like, yeah. you know, it's, it. It was uh, Look, a little. It was a little disturbing. We'll give him. We'll give them time. Of course. If they they picked this kid for a reason, if he's an excellent actor, and he does a because Cyborg is a character where like, I mean Ray Fisher, we don't think did I, a great I, I job. I actually did like the little bit of dialogue they gave him. I I thought he delivered right. it well, and it sounded like something Cyborg would say. Right. Like Ray Fisher, we don't think did a great job. I don't think. No. You know. With a character in Cyborg that I think a lot of people say has an underrated amount of depth. Well, I mean, Ray Fisher was we already got the Cyborg all uh, in the warm-ups. At least he's not in the hoodie. Out, yeah, out in, yeah, I know. Yeah, you know, like like he's hiding from. Yeah, exactly. From At least yeah, he's 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 not like yeah, like you said he's not like completely hiding himself. But um, we didn't Crazy Jane. He has another new character. Di- I mean, Diane Guerrero. We oh, oh no, you guys know. I only know because I'm only watching this. Orange is new black. She was in there first yes. time we saw her. She was not in the Doom Patrol episode we saw earlier this year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I mean, we'll have to see. Yeah, we'll have to see with her character. You uh, know what yeah, I learned today? I, I did not realize that the Doom Patrol are a, a bootleg version of the X Men. Or at least they're supposed to be considered that. 
I mean, that's, I mean, DC, they're trying to be slick, but, like, this is their, their like, take on the X-Men. It's supposed to be their take on the X-Men. That's something mm-hmm. I didn't, they're, like, considered, like, the X-Men copycat of the DC universe. Right, just like how Deadpool. Yeah, Deadpool, Deathstroke, Deathstroke copycat. You know, Thanos, right. Darkseid. Interesting. You know. And you consider. I, I didn't the, know that. The, the chief in a wheelchair. Yeah, that, that's definitely. You know, it's it's, it's different from, like, the meeting thing. In a house. Thing. Yeah. yeah, in a house, team. Yeah. Kind of got to keep them, like, more secluded. Right. Yeah, right. Um, their villains are well, certainly did not take all the way the X Men did. Their villains, the Brotherhood <laughs> of Evil, <laughs> which we saw them in uh, the Teen Titans cartoon, but the Brotherhood of Evil, uh, right. which is just a, a straight rip. Straight rip. <laughs> but <laughs> DC, the Doom Patrol was actually before the X Men. So really, take that for what it's worth. Kind of dropping science here. Give yeah. us some, give us up some nice nuggets before yeah. we get out of here. The, uh, Something for the DC fanboys to yell about. And apparently, elongated, elongated man. This was a YouTube video our parents were watching on uh, copycat characters. Who came first? Who stole who from who? Elongated man actually came before Mr. Fantastic. A lot of times, I know Plastic Man. I think for all of them. That's true. Plastic Man's. I know Plastic Man wasn't originally from DC though. Right. He got acquired. Yeah, he was acquired. But so they, I think they're all copycat of. (laughs) Classic man, but yeah, I did find that wild vision and uh, red tornado were on the list. Yeah, uh, that's a very obvious one, too. Yeah, but I thought the Doom Patrol something that, that was the, that was the one where I was like, Oh, I did not pick up on that. I saw some of the similarities in the episode where we watched, right? Them mm-hmm. being like a mansion and stuff. Yeah, this was an interesting episode. Uh, did not expect again the Aaron and his ending <laughs> note. Of that, it. that was the first time Aaron and his name was referenced on the the New Generation podcast network. Yeah, he has not been mentioned. Well, I think well think. over a year. Yeah, we've not talked about him in sports. So thanks. For I don't even know if we talked about him when he died. <laughs> I'm sure we did. We probably did. We had to talk about. Him. <laughs> we probably we did, did, but like, how did you guys manage to avoid that? Yeah, no, we didn't avoid that. No, I hope we didn't. <laughs> yeah, so no, yeah, I'm gonna go after the record books and see what we did. <laughs> Uh, but hope you guys enjoyed this episode of the New Generation Hero Talk Podcast, our Aquaman review show. Uh, be sure to check out all of our shows on New Generation Podcast Network on SoundCloud, iTunes, and Stitcher. Um, if you're used to hearing our show, the Hero Talk show, usually we recap all the news of the week. So next week, finally a, finally a week where we don't have any movies, we can actually... Assuming we don't talk about Bumblebee. We'll see. That, no, it's not a Hero Talk show. So it doesn't mean you shouldn't go see it. I'm hearing it's really good. Um, not hero talk subject, but we'll see. but um, but yes, we should have a more uh, more standard news show. So keep your uh, ears and eyes open for that. Uh, follow us on Facebook New Generation Media. Follow us on Twitter at New Generation Pod and on Instagram at New Generation Podcast. Follow Shamari on Instagram and Snapchat MCSham22. Follow me on Twitter at EJ underscore Stewart and on Instagram at Action EJ. Again, that does it for now. We'll be back next week. More hero talk with Shamari Kendall. I'm EJ. Peace.